0: Welcome back to the Character Corner Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Steve Palm, and we are talking and wrapping up our Jonathan Hickman kind of creator spotlight, and I warned everyone that if you tried to read along at some point, this writer would break you. I now go to my co-host, Chris, a broken man. How are you, sir?
1: Everything dies. <laughs> and and by everything, I mean hope, joy, your your belief in the creator, everything dies. It's just, it's all gone. It's Nothing makes any sense anymore. Actually, you know what's crazy? I can't I was gonna say nothing makes any sense anymore, but then I was like, no, actually no, everything makes sense now and it's what it's even scarier. It yeah. It's,
0: it's it's so wild because coming off of that shield run and then seeing like where the final place where they set up, like, oh yeah, this is somewhere my dad used to work with Howard Stark.
1: I almost threw my oh I almost threw the tablet. Because I've read, you know, I've read I've read that like several times. I've read that I've read, I've, read, I've read new this, this is not the first time we've talked new Avengers and Avengers no. and Hickman stuff we, no. um, we didn't do the whole Avengers run so doing the whole Avengers run kind of gives you the entire picture but we've done this new Avengers stuff before and I have read that before And I was, I just, it's a throwaway line but there are so many after reading S.H.I.E.L.D. and then coming back and reading this whole entire run there are so many little things that he seated there that are in this that I'm just like son of a bitch like there was a throwaway line he had later on. I think, and when um, and we'll get through the the machinations of how everything happens and where these people end up. But it's going to sound crazy. But Steve Rogers propelled like fifty thousand years in the future, and uh, they're they're, oh, they're
0: the annual. The annual's beautiful.
1: I don't, it's not even the annual. What wasn't even the annual? This this was like like issues. These are like the regular. Um,
0: oh, you're right. I'm sorry. My, I think my the annual was when they descended the planet.
1: Right. So like this is the one where. Uh, Steve is they're, they they they've you know they've, they're in it's the future in the
0: time jump.
1: right no it's after the time jump so they they've done the time jump and they go to this future where the Avengers are this universal concept and and they 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 they, they come out they're they're there and there's a throwaway line about oh yeah this is built also by the a temporal like shield Ar- architects of shield I'm like son of a bitch you mean da Vinci Michelangelo yeah. Yeah. everybody but again it's like the way that this is why he was a fucking crazy man, he does this in like a nonchalant way, so it's so easy to miss it. It is so easy to miss a subtle small things that he throws in here because he doesn't bring them attention to, and he just he just throws them in there and goes,, eh, you'll get it if you get it and um yeah, yeah, this is I thought I thought when we thought when we did shield. And in um, Secret War, you thought I looked like Charlie from, you know, It's Always Sunny then. I really looked like it here. I, I was literally scribbling down notes of what <laughs> the builder code was and the builder language to, to figure out what they were actually saying. And most times it was nothing like important, <laughs> but I was still doing it, right? It's just... um.
0: Is this the first time you read his Ultimate stuff?
1: Um. Yes. So it's the first time I read the Ultimate stuff, and it's the first time I read... All of the Avengers stuff, because when we did New Avengers, we kind of started halfway through.
0: We did, we did Infinity a couple times,
1: right? We did, we, we basically started kind of with Infinity, and even after Infinity was over, we didn't really we we only touched the issues that we thought we had to. But the truth of the matter is, when you do Hickman, you have to. Re- it's all it's all it's all necessary.
0: Field, Fantastic Four, Secret Warriors, it all matters.
1: <laughs> it all matters. It all comes in, and it's you know what, it's all there. The
0: thing is, if you read that twelve issue uh, Ultimates run. You realize that breaking
1: shit's kind of his thing. Well, so, so, so I I figured out some several things about this. So again, for, for those who want to follow along, this is going to sound crazy, but we were, I, I think for, for this, we're basically doing, uh, what is it? Alt is it? It's not ultimate end. Is it's it
0: ultimate? Comics Ultimates?
1: Yeah. Ultimate. Yes. Final
0: twelve Marvel Are you talking about, do you want to talk about the minis that reveal? Read Riches the Builder, before that, I think you can start there. And
1: be fine. I, I, yeah, I, I, we can kind of glance, go, go over that a little bit. We'll talk through that. I didn't, I didn't, I, I knew about it. I didn't read through read all them, of
0: it. I've read them before.
1: Okay, cool. So we'll go through that. Um, the Ultimate Comics Ultimates, which is, I know it sounds crazy, but that's what Marvel was doing at the time with the Ultimates. Um, and, and guess
0: what? Get the resultant, I'm not going to question them. No. Hey, we got? No, they were right. Whatever it took.
1: Yeah, no, no, it's fine. Um, and then we do the New Avengers and Avenger stuff that really... It it we'll get into how that stuff intertwines and how it seems like they're on two separate paths, but they're really doing the same damn thing, and then it ultimately leads into time runs out, which is New Avengers and Avengers, and then Secret Wars. Um, and again, we've talked about this stuff before in the comic book clubs, and you want to go back and listen to us there. Um, but when you take the every when you take Hickman's entire run, and then and that's what you have to do. You just start with Secret Warriors, because then, like we said when we did Secret Warriors, we're like, about well, you know, it, it takes you about three quarters of the issue to realize it's not really about the important piece isn't even really the story you're telling. Like the story of, you know, uh, uh, Strucker versus uh, um, Fury, that's an interesting. It's a good story. Nothing wrong with that. But the important pieces are the, the, the little side story about the, the, the wheel in and Ares, Da Vinci, putting that, that group together. That's where the seeds are started because from there you go into the shield run and then from the shield run you go into the fantastic four run and 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 ff and and then you get this new avenger stuff and it's like you said it's all the same thing and it's um like you said it's hickman likes breaking things
0: <laughs> to put it lightly it's very, very he, nice way of putting it
1: um but w- what I, what i love about the way he does it is this is basically three stories um with the shield stuff Fantastic Four stuff and the Avengers stuff. He's told three different stories now, where he reboots the present by kind of changing the past. Yes. And 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 the other thing too, and this is why, if you ever hear us talk, when you're obviously listen to us now, when we talk about Hickman's writings and, and his runs, it's very hard to discuss them because, and and it's, it is so funny because he, he's always so meta in, in his writing. The storytelling is never linear. Almost uh-huh. always. You're starting at best at the middle.
0: <laughs> and at the be- and even if it felt like the beginning, you'd rest assured like the beginning of this fantastic four run feels like a beginning. It's not. No. It's not. It's no. No, it doesn't start anywhere near there. It's a-
1: you're actually like it, it, again, the wheels within wheels and and everything going on, it's like it, it, it's it's there. Like I I get so blown away because you don't find out, you you almost never find out until three or four issues before his run of whatever book he's on ends where you find out what's really going on. And you find out that everybody was wrong and only a select few people knew what was really going on. But then there's also little things in there, like going back to the fantastic four run where um, Franklin. And again, if you have not listened to us talk about the fantastic four run, stop the podcast go listen to that immediately then go listen to the shield one seriously cuz you're not going to understand what we do from here on um but there's that one point when franklin and 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 Val- uh, valeria kind of break down what happened they're like going over the universal cons uh constants and what it does happen and what doesn't happen and you find out that and, and, and the, what they were just trying to do was buy a little bit of time buy
0: and when you a little you, bit of
1: time and and when you go and read through what happens with the avengers and new avengers and and time runs out that's literally what they were doing here too. Is they didn't know it at the time, but all anybody ever was doing was buying some time for other people that you don't know of at the time to solve the actual problem.
0: And <sighs> this man's crazy. So I've got my tablet open to the fight, the three way fight.
1: Which which, which time which, runs out? Which okay, which which three fight?
0: the one that's framed with rewriting writing the letter to uh, Val about oh. how to handle game theory in multiple oh. variables. Oh, oh. oh, God. oh. <laughs> Which is actually just like, like, comics is art. Here, read these two issues. Comics is art. Um, and it's one of those things that you're like, even when it's, if you just read the comic without the narration, it'd be exciting, but reading the way it's all set up, and it feels like you're sitting with Hickman describing how he planned it. Absolutely. It's It's crazy. There's so much, the thing about
1: Hickman's writing is the first time you read it, you're, you're confused. Second time you read it, you think you get it. The third and fourth time you read it, that's when you start realizing like, oh, he told us at the beginning how this was gonna end and we never listened to him. You start feeling dumb. Like, third and fourth times when you start feeling dumb, you're like, how did I not see this?
0: Well, how did I it, see it's the it's so answers? wild because the meta story is really the story of Richards and Doom, but the story inside that, the story of Tony versus Steve, of life versus death, the two men who built the Avengers machine—it's so compelling.
1: Yeah, well, and and then you find out, and and then going further than that. We, so we talked about with, with um, Hickman that he has a thing for fathers, which clearly he does, um, and that's the story. But then you also find out he also has a thing for life and death, and mm. and, and, and 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 how messy the in between is, and how easily life can become death and death become life, because. You see this throughout the entire time. You know, in SHIELD, you had Newton was deaf and Michelangelo was life, you know? Yeah. And and you, you, you kinda go through the stuff always thinking that these things are simple. And 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 when you get into New Avengers and Avengers, you find out again, they do the whole thing with Avengers Machine and, and One Was Life, One Was Deaf, and they're talking about Steve and, and, and Tony. But like it you it, it gets kind of muddled because like Steve fights for life and, and, we'll, and we'll get into what actually happened and what Steve is doing on the outside and being forced to do after, you know, Connor of being manipulated by Tony. Totally understand why Steve was mad. I get it. Make perfect. Makes perfect sense. Um, but, like, what, you know, what Steve and them were doing was fighting for life and fighting to save worlds, but in actuality, they were just further dooming, <laughs> dooming the universe. <laughs> you know, it was, it's like, and, and what you find going through this entire thing is, like, it's never really that simple. It's simple to say, yes, this is right. This is wrong. This is your morality. But the answer that, that what, what ends up saving them all is our person who is not constrained by that in Doom. And and later we find out that, you know, Doom has his own problems and he he was on the right track, but didn't do the right thing necessarily. But like everybody in this story is kind of wrong because everybody kind of went to their base instincts and didn't really see the entire picture.
0: But that's what people do when they're scared. Exactly. Even when you're scared, you revert to the core of who you are. Um, let's, let's, let's go where we're starting today. Ultimate comic ultimate's number one. And so what you need to know going into this issue, and I wouldn't even say you need to know this. You kind of figure it out. They, they do a good job. Of... Yeah, they, they do a great job. Of, if you haven't been reading a slow reveals really point out really well. Yeah. Yeah. But this it's... is a podcast. We're going to some. So. It opens on the heel of Ultimatum and on the heel of the death of uh, Peter Parker. And it's kind of a, a soft reboot of the entire Ultimate Universe when you got the Ultimate Comics blank kind of tag floating around. And it sounds clumsy and it sounds unwieldy, but it works. He tells one story in 12 issues. The story of a world on the brink of collapse. It's basically after Ultimatum. I think a lot of the powers that be at Marvels kind of said we've now seen the end of the Marvel, the Ultimate Universe. This is this has an end date. How do we want to get there? And Jonathan Hickman raised his hand and said, "I could probably push them in a direction.
1: (laughs) I I have some ideas."
0: Because a nuke wiping a country off a map, it has Southeast Asia falling to two new sovereign nations, Mm -hmm. and it has the emergence of what become known as the world. And when I tell you that it looks to, honestly, it's a book where you're just like, Oh, they gave they to do whatever the fuck you want. That's how
1: it feels to read. Oh no. There's so much going on where you're like, how, so how do you fix this? And and, yeah. and 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 that's another thing too. That's that, 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 again. Before we go further in this, because you get that feeling too when you even get into Avengers and New Avengers. like, wait a minute. Um, okay, this is nice and everything. You are doing a lot here, uh, Jonathan. But um, I, and we I know we said you can break the toys as you put them back in the box. But um, uh, how do you put them back in the
0: box? <laughs> you know Jonathan, how are you? I burned down the house. Right. <laughs> and I do it wrong. Right. <laughs> because by the end of the first issue of Ultimates. Like you've got this emergence, and like I said, a nuke goes off a, a planet a city-sized mountains appeared in the desert. It's it's honestly, it feels like because you're right, it feels like when you're reading the book, you're like, okay, so how they're gonna fix it, and the answer is we're not going to fix it. This yeah. is the world now. Yeah. He starts a civil war. Yeah. The Republic of Texas steals shield armaments and starts a civil fucking war in his twelve in his 12 issues. And it's a background thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you never. get yeah.
0: nowhere near the driving action.
1: No, no, it just it just kind of kind of sort of happens that oh yeah, we succeeded from from the rest of you and the, we we the, have
0: the climax of this book involves a sentient brain tumor using technopathy to take down Reed Richards. Yeah, it's insane, and and it's the ba- you know what? So I'll tell you this before this. So there were three um mini-series that came before this. They're four each. Collectively, they're called Ultimate Doomsday, and it's involves a extra dimensional attack. On the remaining heroes of this um ultimate universe, and it's eventually revealed that Reed Richards is the evil behind these attacks. And the series ends with them saying, with the heroes basically saying, We can't save Reed, but we can't kill him because it almost doesn't appear he can be killed. And they leave him basically in the backwaters of the interdimensional universe. And this 12 issues is about Reed coming back.
1: Here's the thing. If Reed Richards goes evil, you kill him.
0: Yep, yeah, so so the last one's called Ultimate Doom, the last miniseries, because everyone kind of chastised their version of Dr. Doom in the Ultimate Universe They made him a goat person it mm-hmm. wouldn't be very entertaining. That's this is where Reed Richards turns into Dr. Doom.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's way it's, it's way fucking scarier.
1: Um and then when he shows back up in these in this Hickman run, it's He's got this highly evolved city that he he's it it, it was what it was just, was it six months it wasn't even that long was it?
0: It was less than six minutes.
1: Yeah, he evolved an entire city. A, race
0: a thousand of, years.
1: Yeah, he evolved an entire city of 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 sentient beings. A thousand years in six minutes. Um. And he was known as the maker. And, and there's this whole thing where, and again, it's where you start here with these ideas that you later on see in Avengers where each person, each thing has its own, you know, own purpose. Like you're a builder, you're a creator, you're an engineer, you're you're a sword, you're, you're this, you're that. Everything has its own purpose and serves that purpose. And they're also very, very highly evolved. Um, and they just start raising the world. They destroy Asgard. They, um, I can't remember which cities they took over. Um,
0: most of Western because basically,
1: uh, basically, Reed's idea is well, you know, I'm trying to say, I'm trying to save humanity by evolving them.
0: He, he, like I said, they've established in the ultimate universe that the gods are real and they're very powerful, and Reed's children destroy them. Yes, they cut off their source of their power, Mm -hmm. they rendered Thor a man. Mhm. It's brutal. Yeah. And it's efficient. And then you get to touch on this. It's what I liked about it was it was felt like a 12 issue tour of the world that's falling apart. So You're going to see the mutant societies, in Yutian and um Zorn and Zorn, the two brothers.
1: Yep, yep. And, and, it, and again, again with... another another little thing of uh life and uh life and death cuz yep. or or ordering or more likely order and chaos, you know? Mhm. So, yes.
0: It's just, it's wild to see him pull these things off on such, and in only 12 issues where he he redefines the entire world. And yeah. you read it, and it, it's with three Richards in handcuffs, because it kind of has to. But rereading it now, it was so wild to me, because it's just like, oh, he's calling a shot for What is he going to do with the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. I'm going to break your shit, and you're going to ask how I'm going to fix it. And spoiler I'm not going to fix it. Because some systems are broken. It's, wow.
1: Yeah. And, um, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: It's And the thing is, it's really pretty writing.
1: Yeah, it, it's great writing. And you read it, you end it, and you're like, oh, wow, okay. And you, it, it, honestly, at the time, you think nothing of it.
0: Because you like, think. Sh- it's kind of straightforward St- storytelling. Mm-hmm. There's one, like, temporal shift where they don't let you know what's going on with uh, Tony. But it's it's just well done, well 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 communicated storytelling from the beginning to end. It invites uh said Ribic into like the artist's pantheon of Marvel, which thank you so much for bringing him to our lives. Mm-hmm. And from there, like oh, Hickman got the... he wrote this, wrote his twelve, and he got the call up to Secret Wars because people liked what he was doing. Awesome, good for him. The comic kind of took a very big dip in quality because things he set up were actually followed upon by. Sam Humphreys is fine. He's a good writer. He's not Jonathan Hickman. And that's not, there's no shame in that.
1: Right. I mean, you need to be a little bit crazy to be Jonathan Hickman. So, yeah.
0: so, this is where we plug our Fantastic Four read. Do that. Stop this podcast and listen to it. Yes. Because after a successful FF run where he re earned the title, because he said he, it's one of the things I, I'm doing research, he did not have the title World's Greatest Con- Comic Magazine on Fantastic Four at first. He said he told the higher ups, "I want to earn it." Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> mission accomplished, sir. Okay. And then uh, coming off this run, it's announced they're going to give him Avengers. And they're not just giving Avengers; they're going to give him Avengers and new Avengers. What and they're going to be sister books, and 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 everyone just hold on to your butts. And everyone even reading who does it before, was like, "That's really bad news for your favorite character." So right. Do some shit. <laughs> right. Like, we didn't. This forum was not seventy issues of Sunshine and Lollipops. Oh,
1: no, no, it and, was horrible. And now you give and him he's the going to to put
0: your people through a lot of shit, and uh, through the shit they go because they open with the high concepts, and that's what blows me away when rereading this and looking at the structure of what he wrote. He opens Avengers not with Kang, not with the Mortis, with X Nighteye, and. These characters you've never seen before. Yeah. With remnants from the Marvel attempted their new universe in the 80s and it bombed on its fucking face. But Nightmask and Starbrand matter now. <laughs> I never thought I'd say that. But Starbrand matters because he he creates this universe. And, and it's so funny reading the interviews at the time, he's like, like, which book's more important? They're what? They're both super important. No, they're both important. No, it's no because the would be like, "Well, which one's got the main story?" It says, "I'm not entirely sure to answer your question." They both had it's the... one
1: story. Oh God, yeah, it's, you don't realize it until you read them back. So I I did the I did the. It's really hard. I, I wish there was a better way to do this in 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 Marvel Unlimited. I wish they had actually had them go in the order that we're supposed to be in. So I had to go back so, and make sure I did. I, I know the order, but I had to go back and make yeah. sure because, like, what ends up happening? So so it starts with New Avengers. And after three issues, we'll we'll get into what happens there, but then after three three or four issues, actually it might be a little bit longer than that, you then start you then start the, the Avenger stuff because something happens with Steve.
0: <laughs> and Steve gets so well a- to read Avengers run right, and think that someone wasn't reading New Avengers. Oh God,
1: yeah. Ooh.
0: So insane. And you're like, how could you think yeah, that yeah. this was gonna work for
1: you? Yeah. So I I love this. So basically it starts with New Avengers starts with um he's he, he here, here's how crazy he is. He starts by doing something that you just thought was a really bad idea to begin with. Is he reunites the Illuminati and and brings in T'Challa?
0: Well, the word he, he does it. It's it's who, who reunites them.
1: Right. It's it's the man who told the Illuminati this
0: is a bad idea. Don't do this. T'Challa. And that scene matters because if you go back to the far, if you look at this whole thing, that's the that's the stake point. Mm-hmm. That's where time changed, mm-hmm. and that's where we'll return to with the new universe.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry. so uh, you, you, you get this thing where uh, T'Challa witnesses, um, basically the death of a world. Uh, this this woman shows up called a Black Swan and ends up he sees basically we're gonna, it's an accursion a, another Earth has entered into the same plane as the current Earth and is about to collide and she destroys the other Earth. Uh, T'Challa captures her and calls the Illuminati because he's like, well, clearly this is an issue that requires the world's best minds. And even though this is a bad idea, let me bring in some of the people that I know kind of handle this stuff before we bring it to a larger group of people.
0: So uh, I've got issue one open in my tablet right now. I mm-hmm. just realized that she brought a, a manifold with her too.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, the, the manifold's always there. God damn it. Yeah, the manifold's always there. Like When, when, when Eden actually finds out what they do with the manifold, it's, yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> and, and so I'm going to read this panel. This is the panel where, where, where everybody always says everything dies. This is a panel where you, not the first time you hear this, if you've been reading like Fantastic Four. But um, this is Reed giving the speech and you hear this speech throughout several times in different ways. Um, but it's important. It's everything dies. You, me, everyone on this planet, our sun, our galaxy, and eventually the universe itself. It's simply how things are. It's inevitable. And I accept it. What I will not tolerate, what I find unacceptable, is the unnatural acceleration of that end, which is why T'Challa summons is here. As the untimely untim- end of everything is what we now face. And this is what the con- this, is, this is where we get into what's going on and this will bring the two books together, which is something has happened. There's been an event and you don't find out at the beginning of the story what the event is, which again goes back to the non-linear storytelling that's happened here because the event actually happened in the past, but <laughs> whatever. Um, you There's been an event that has caused a collapse in the multiverse where Earths are dying early. And when when Earth dies, its universe dies, you have Earth colliding with other Earths from other universes, and well, things in the universe are dying.
0: Explain later later as you said everything's like early. But what happens is that the multiverse is supposed to compress at a constant rate. Mm-hmm. When these earths dying early, there's a compression issue because universes are dying early, it's just compressing faster, which is pushing other earths into other universes.
1: Not just other earths, other other beings, other other individuals exactly. on the Earths, because that's where... Um...
0: Because, because Earth is the touchpoint planet for all these universes. That's where we're seeing the incursions on Earth.
1: Yes. Yes. And so, uh, this is the problem that the Illuminati is facing that, they have to, that they're have they trying to stop. Um, And early on, I mean, again, you don't think that this is going to be a 70-issue, multi-book... <laughs> world ending universe changing restructuring the marvel universe when you start with this but that's exactly what it is becoming um they again they meet this this woman called the black swan who is who again is tr- is annoyed by them they, the questions they ask her because again because non-linear, uh, she's been through this many times before and they're not listening. And they don't. And she's basically coming to accept the fact that she is a disciple of, uh, okay, spoiler alert, Dr. Doom, but she doesn't know him ah, as Dr. Doom. Are you doing this now? I mean, we, 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 we kind of know. I mean, we're spoiling. Uh, she knows him as, uh, was it Rabam Allah?
0: Rabum Allah. Rabum Allah.
1: Yeah. Um, and um, she's telling them that she makes sacrifices of these herbs for him. And well,
0: and it's so funny because the way like she's framed, you think that oh she's a bad guy working with the bad guys. But if you read if you read where Reed explains on in issue two, what we were just talking about, how everything's everything's dies. So regardless of how many realities they are, they all end up in the same place in the same state, extinguished. And here's where our problem lies. I've learned that somewhere on one of these Earths, an event occurred that caused the early death of these universes. That untimely and natural event then caused a tiny contraction in the multiverse's timeline However, everything would ever die ever so slightly sooner. In addition, that tiny contraction caused two universes to smash together at the incursion point of the initial event. And that's why Earth's chosen. I like how it's not because, like, Earth's special. It's because, no, it started on Earth. Yeah. That's the it. incursion point was going to be Earth. this is why, where you really want to pay attention, that point was Earth. They touched and destroyed each other, taking their universes with them, causing yet another contraction in the timeline. Accelerated the smashing together of even more Earths in their respective universes. So even as we're reading this, we got to realize that the story that Jonathan is telling, we're watching a pinprick up. Yeah, he's talking about the death of everything, and he's having an argument that I can have right now about the seemingly overwhelmingly shitty universe we're currently residing in.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: it's an actual quantum theory applied to comic books, and it's scary.
1: Oh yeah, and it gets scarier. Yes, it gets scarier. Um, we'll, we'll get into more details later on, but like they, they try different things. Obviously, <laughs> another reason why child never trusted the Illuminati. Each of them has um, <laughs> an Infinity Stone, so they decide they're going to re, re, um, reform the Infinity Gauntlet and use the Gauntlet to push the worlds. Push next time there's an incursion, push that world away, and you know, therefore, they they don't want to destroy a world. Because here's the thing. Uh, Those other worlds sometimes are populated, so they don't. They're heroes, right? Our heroes don't destroy innocent lives. They don't destroy worlds. And
0: that's the crazy part is because opens because it's the book's called New Avengers. It's supposed to be an Avengers book. Heroes winning the day. And the first time that you get a feeling that things might be different in this book is for me was issue two when they all agreed to reform the Infinity Gauntlet and Cap gives a rousing speech to the assembled, who are let's just make sure everyone knows Black Bolt, the uh, Emperor of the Inhumans. Reed Richards, the smartest man alive; Namor, the King of Atlantis; uh, Doctor uh, Strange, the Sorcerer Supreme; Tony Stark, asshole; and Black Panther, King of Wakanda, the Necropolis to be specific at this time. And hater of Namor, who he had to drag here in the first game.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: yes. Because remember, says, yeah, good.
1: I was going to say, just remember uh, Namor when he. This is after AVX, so this is after a uh, 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 Phoenix Power Namor drowned half of Wakanda. So just
0: not good on it's not a very fun table to be at bottom line okay good Some tension. i want everyone to look at me yes this is massive yes it is night but remember we shape the world it does not shape us if we do not waver we cannot fail we have to believe believe in the cause believe in each other this is all going to work out i know it
1: you were wrong steve
0: <laughs> you were so wrong your wow, last words.
1: Mm. Um. Steve is successful in pushing away, but it destroys the gauntlet, all the gems except for the time gem, which is important. Shatter,
0: super important.
1: Shatter. Time gem just disappears. Um. Now the the problem is after this happens, and after you know, you know, they now lose the one thing they had that could push the worlds apart. Steve is still trying to be like positive, like we have, you know, we have no other choices because he knows that if he does not do that he's like looking around the table he knows what's going to happen next that they're going to do you have that panel where he basically says I know you guys are thinking oh, hold on a second,
0: because it's very very important I've, I know I'm locked into saying things black and white to show that's just who I am but the way things are going in there where that discussion is headed exploring all avenues keeping our options open they're going to do it they're going to talk themselves and compromise what we're supposed to believe in for expediency just because we're desperate and just because it's easy it's wrong I'm not going to sit there and watch it happen. I can't. Before we go back in, I need to know something. Are you with me? When have you ever known me not to do the right thing? <laughs> That's not the... And then he that... gives a speech. And it's an impassioned speech. And he means this shit. He says, and, I want, and the thing is, I want to read this here because it's so important to the tenor and tone of the rest of the book. Yes. I know tempers are high. I know the reason for this may min- well be my inability to use the gauntlet properly. But, well... Maybe I could have done something differently, but it's too late and we all have regrets. But I also want you to know, in spite of all the strong feelings, where we are now is the same place we were when we last had this discussion. There's no difference except we've had success. We stopped an incursion. Strange pipes in. I'm sorry, Captain, but I disagree. There's a difference. We lost an instrument through which we found success. The got one is gone, and now we have nothing. Tell me, if, if what, what happens if there's another incursion 10 minutes from now? Cap says, I believe we'll find a way to stop it, and we'll do it without sacrificing who we are supposed to be. Well, I think that's why we're here, to talk, it out, fi- talk about it, figure things out. I know I'm asking you a lot, but also some of you agree with me. Some of us still believe in doing things the right way. Isn't it right, T'Challa? No. But you said, I told you I would do the right thing. How I feel, my personal desires mean nothing. My people are everything. In this, I am not a man. I am a nation. I will do whatever it takes. Woo! And neighbor hits him with a the, with, with the winning punch. Mm-hmm. What did you expect, Rogers? The preservation of your soul, the expense of everything we hold dear? And then they ask, "Hate McCoy?" like, "They're gonna ask the mutant what he's not willing to do to stop being extinct." Don't do that shit.
1: But and that's the thing. It's like it's I I I, I and 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 this comes into later later on. Like what you end up getting here is and and, and as this goes on and, and things fall apart for the Illuminati later on, people t- tend to t- tend to expect them as like you guys brought this on yourselves. You got did this, not understanding the cost of these been had doing they knew they were giving up what they were giving up personally to try to save the world and then what's crazy about this is you later on then see later on in the line you see what others have done <laughs> to save their worlds like yeah. you bring you bring no, up well, no, reed asks his son to do some shit well not just that i wasn't even talking about that i don't
0: even know right saying, like, right they go far
1: yeah because because uh, again nonlinear storytelling. At one point he's talking to Susan and she's like Franklin feels like he's disappointed. You're like, why does Franklin feel like he disappointed in him? Then you see, just
0: the, a, gap.
1: You see the eight month gap. You see what happened in the eight month gap. You're like, oh son of a bitch. They tried to use Franklin. It, and,
0: it, it's something he says in, in this in, after that monologue from Steve. He says to Steve's taking out of course the high horse and I clearly side with reading him on this one. Um, Your demeanor undermines the pace you're making. You're acting like decisions we're facing aren't difficult for us as well. It's well quite insulting. You seem surprised that I would be willing to sacrifice myself for my family. Why? Yeah. It's so, it's so good because, and I'll say this about Hickman, by putting them in this crisis point that we discussed earlier, each character gets boiled down to their core very fucking quickly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Reed Richards is a scientist. He's the smartest man across multiverses. At his core, his family is fucking first. Do not ask, do not question that for an instant. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hank's core, he's a mutant first. He wants to save his people. Like, it's so funny to watch at, at Charles Shore, he is a king as is Namor, as is Black Bull. And then there's Tony. And Tony's an asshole. Like, Tony's, Tony's just, he's like, look, he's a futurist. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But the thing about Tony is, we'll find out later, he's the only one who did the math the right. Right, there is no win
1: right <laughs> He's the builder. he's the one who understands what's really going on and understands that you know you're, you're what you're really fighting for and what the costs are, and he's the only one that honestly not to lie to himself everybody that thing that really gets me about this everybody else here is lying to themselves. The 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 others in the Illuminati they know what they have to do, but they don't want to admit that that's what they have to do. You later find this out when they don't want to uh, pull the trigger on the the antimatter bombs they build to, to destroy other worlds. You know, Cap Cap just wants to have that moral high ground where he just washes his hands and looks down at other people who are doing this, knowing that he's not presenting any other obvious solution to fix the problem. He brings nothing to the table as far as what they can do to fix it. And Tony's the only one sitting there going around. We're fucked. <laughs> like we're fucked. We can like we need to understand that there's no way everybody wants to come out of this with a clean hands. There's no way you can do that. And Tony then, so what they end up doing is they end up kicking Cap out of the Illuminati and forcing him to
0: forget. They don't kick him out. He's told he is forcibly removed. Like kicking out, like, hey, sir, could you please leave? You're 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 your being too loud. He was thrown out like jazz from the first Prince of the Air. And they took his mind away. But because he's Steve, he doesn't say away.
1: Valid. Um, and that's
0: where Avengers starts. And that's, Which if you read Avengers 1 without reading this, I literally want to fight you. I, I, I had that complaint when I was reading about these series. People were like, it's just, you know, sometimes it's hard to keep up with the story across books. I wanted to time travel and slap the people through the internet.
1: Because, again, I I just read New Avengers. And you can read New Avengers without reading Avengers, but I don't know how you read Avengers, especially the way it kicks off. <laughs> without New Avengers, because it, 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 everything makes sense, it's like, you know, Steve wakes up, and there's Tony, you're like, wait a minute, what's going on here, why Why is all of a sudden, why is Tony now, and now, so that, this is where you get understanding, I understand Steve's point of view of why he's so angry at Tony versus everybody else in the Illuminati, because Tony is, then goes, and and instead of just kicking, you know, instead of just forcibly removing, having Doctor Strange forcibly remove these memories from from, uh, 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 from Steve, Steve. Uh, almost kind of like what they did—the uh, GLA did with Batman.
0: In, uh, it's almost like Marvel did um, did, um Identity Crisis better. Weird. Uh, oh,
1: I was gonna say that. I had that in my notes. But yeah, they did. Um, they, uh, but Tony's still there. And what Tony does is, because again,
0: Tony, you got Tony's not just there. Tony turns the Avengers into one of the weapons. Tony. So you he he, convince Steve to build the Avengers machine. So here is the thing.
1: And you, again, all this stuff comes together later on down the line when you're reading all this stuff. But Reed breaks it down when he's talking about Tony and he's like, so the thing, because he, he's having this conversation with Steve, an angry Steve Rogers who's, who's been hunting down the Illuminati at this point. On
0: the record, time. at that point in Steve's day, he has everything pissed off. Yeah, you know, he does. After and, that fight, he's got pants by two other people. Right, right, he's right. right. Every, I'm, I'm all like, Steve's wrong, but be angry, Steve. You've you
1: have every you right, know, right to be angry. You know, he has right to stop. And he's old at this point. He's cranky. So I get it. He needs, yeah. he, he needs his metamuscle. Like, I get, I get it. I get why Steve's angry. But Reed kind of breaks down to him why they kind of like, he's like, they're, they're breaking down why Tony's so important. And he's like, yeah, I might be smarter than Tony, but here's the thing about Tony where I get a problem, I focus on that one problem. Tony focuses on like, like he was like Tony was helping me build the bridge while also building a Dyson sphere out in the out in the uh, out out in space while also creating this Avengers machine and doing all these other things going on at the same time. He's like, it's uh, you can be mad at him all you want. That's impressive because that's what Tony does. Tony's a builder. He's always building and he has plans on top of plans on top of plans. He's like, quite honestly, he's like fucking Batman in some ways. You know, well,
0: when Amadeus Show breaks into Shield and gets the Tony uh, data, Hank's like. Well, Tony was busy. In a little, little less than a year, he has apparently 637 world killer designs.
1: Because that's the one thing Tony says. Uh, uh, w- 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 so basically, also the thing with Avengers and New Avengers is, this is basically Tony start getting back into the weapons build business. <laughs> you know? Well, that's what Avengers issue one is. Right. And, and basically what you find is, uh, again, if you've been reading New Avengers, you understand the context of what Tony is trying to say, to, is saying to Steve. He's basically like, there are threats out there. We need to build, we need to start again, brother, and we need to build the Avengers. We need to build this Avengers machine. Basically, the Avengers machine is their way of building out a powerful Avengers team that's capable of taking care of any threat that the world faces. It's It's big. I think at one point, it's like 24 members. Of this Avengers mm-hmm. team. Um we I uh, will get some of them. I mean, obviously you got Steve and and, and, and Iron Man,
0: you bring in uh Hyperion, Thor. Well, I, I love that it opens this the arc opens with the movie Avengers. It's the movie team. Yeah. The yeah. arc opens with Tony, Steve, Bruce, Thor, Cap or Thor, Hawkeye, and Widow. hmm Going to Mars. hmm And getting their shit kicked in.
1: Yeah. You know? They bring in, um, like I said, uh, Spider Man, Wolverine, uh, Captain Marvel, uh, Hyperion, Manifold, uh, Eden, uh, Jessica Drew, Cannonball
0: and Sunspot. Cannonball
1: and Sunspot. Um, They bring in, who else is there? There's a a character, Captain Universe, Tamara. We don't know the universe. But we find out more about that later on. Becomes important. Um, and there are a couple others I think in, in there,
0: yeah. But the reason they activate this wheel is because the Avengers get kicked on Mars and Steve is forced to enact Tony's plan to get up to save him, right? And what happens, and on, yeah. it's like, I'm sorry, I know we're talking about the individual runs, but like having the full knowledge, wow, man, like Tony set him the fuck up,
1: <laughs> right? Oh, no, he did, he did. Um, and what happens on Mars is you have. Uh what's happening on Mars is something is throwing these evolution almost like evolution bombs onto the Earth. There's seven sites. I think they think at first it's only six, but there actually is seven. Um that's basically mutating parts of the Earth. And you find out it's um abyss in was it X Neil
0: Neil? Yes. Something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And um you don't really know. You you see these characters you're like who the fuck are these characters? I don't even know anything about this. And um, they co- later on become very very important because it's this is your you don't know at the time. But this is your first introduction to um uh, the builders. Yeah. Um, which is
0: essentially God.
1: Yeah, they're basically the gods of this universe. They they navigate they navigate the superflow in between the mar uh, the, the multiverse, and that's how they travel and um this is basically um, the, uh, the beginning of them because, and you later find this out, the builders have sensed that something is wrong with the multiverse. Mm-hmm. That something has happened and something has collapsed the superflow. And so they figured out that something is wrong. They
0: were really weaponizing that Earth to protect it. Mm. <laughs> to protect their own universe, you know? Like, that, the whole story, I do not when you when, when I tell you guys like the Pepe Silva meme of Charlie David always saying is Chris after this, guys?
1: Because so so long story short, the builders come through and they're literally destroying you know all these worlds. They've they've conquered the Kree, the the Shiar Empire, um, uh, the Skrulls. I mean, they're they're going through everything, and the Avengers have have come and are basically helping, trying to help beat them back. And, uh, because
0: what they, what they hear is what they hear is that there's this, this this wave of of new aliens who are destroying everything. They hear about via their sources, and they, or via um, the super guardians, one of whom is a human now. Izzy,
3: mm-hmm.
0: who I love, I love Izzy. I'm sorry, I just quick. I am a huge fan of that character. Um, and they decide to send a, a force into space, and they join forces in this coalition, and they are quite quickly getting their asses kicked. Oh they definitely get their axes kicked like it's real bad real fast yeah because the
1: builders i mean so so with with the builders the the, the builders have it's uh, the builders and then they have the, they have their own groups they have their the uh, the alfie uh, 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 uh the uh gardeners which are the ex uh Nilos, and and there's only one abyss uh but again li- uh, life and death because mm-hmm. the ex uh the the create life the Abyss basically judges life. They're almost like mini... if you will, almost Adam and Eve's, but like whatever. <laughs> That's
0: exactly what they are. <laughs> right? I mean, like, like this whole thing is Hickman's take on like creation myths and extinction myths. Like, if you want to say that the Hickman created some sort of text here that can be studied, I'll have that argument because he used these marble characters as ways to talk about like very big ideas. He create he he created
1: a religion. He, he really did. He he, he did a couple. He he really did. He created a religion here, uh, with with these characters, and um, like I said, it's it's very it, 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 and everything has a purpose. And so these builders are coming through, and they're like, we are uh we are controlling these worlds because one, they, they, the the builders are also on a beeline. They figured this out later on in the Avengers run. They figure out that the, the Avengers are on a beeline to Earth. And nobody can figure out why they're on a beeline to Earth. Why are you on a beeline to Earth? It's because, again, Earth is the center of uh, the destruction of the of the multiverse, and so that is clearly where they're heading off to. You also find out that this might also be why, at the very, very beginning, the ex-Nilo, when, when he was sending off these these, these things, to trying to create new life on on Earth, that maybe that would have changed Earth into something else, so that it wasn't Earth anymore, and maybe that would have also saved... saved but it, again, it's like it changes the idea that the answer is simple, that what is simply, you know, what, and, and cause on one hand, you're like what they're doing by sending these things off to earth is you're destroying the life there, but they're creating new life. And then that by creating new life, you're actually saving the universe. Right. Um, and it comes down to at one point, I mean, we're kind of jumping ahead here, but I, I, I want to get to this point cause it's very, very important. You know, the Avengers actually end up defeating the builders at one point
0: and uh and
1: thor
0: is, hits him with, oh, i'm sorry thor's cold as I, response to the offer like i'm sorry that's the coldest show I've oh on.
1: no it's great thor 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 is the first one to kill a builder when when they when all hope is lost and they think that you know the builders think that they've gotten this one thor ends up killing a builder when they fake surrender and and steve, yeah, steve here says they can be broken so they can be beaten but the builder as it dies says y- you don't understand this means everything dies because again, by defeating the builders, they have doomed the universe to die because the builders are actually trying to save the universe. But it goes back to this idea because the entire time when, 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 when you get to the issue one of Avengers, when they end that first issue and they're, they, they have that panel about, um, uh, Steve, it, it, it was the spark that started the fire, a legend that grew in the telling. The great idea was expansion. It started with two men. One was life and one was death. And they always always put life over Steve. You're like, oh, Steve is life and Tony's just an asshole and he's death. But the truth of the matter is by doing this, by going out here and having the Avengers, literally fighting for life. The Avengers feel like they're fighting for life. They are fighting to stop the builders, to do all this stuff. All they have done in turn is doom the entire universe.
0: It's really all they've done. It's it's a theory that, that plays out later on in New Avengers that because Earth is, like Reed said, they tried to, they tried to build a second Earth. It's where evacuate to so you can destroy this one to save the multiverse. Like, they thought of these things.
1: hmm
0: It was never workable.
1: Right. The, the, in, in, in as you read the Avengers run, and, and I focus so much on the Avengers run because this is the first time reading it from, from, first, uh, from the first issue through, as you build, uh, read the Avengers Run, you start seeing, like, if there's one thing I think the Illuminati fucked up on, I mean, and they they fucked up on some things, and one of the things yeah. they did was, and I think everybody did here, was not communicating. If, if like by not sharing the information fully, you see but like, where
0: you saw, but you saw what happened at the end when they did find out, the world went crazy. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like, I get it. I yeah, get it. Like, I, I get. So I get we, why they couldn't we, do it. it.
1: Right, and. But then you also, as you go through and you're seeing what the Avengers are going through, you see what they're dealing with, I mean, there's so many things that happen throughout this entire thing that are just fucking crazy. Um, there is, uh, at one point, there is a, a rogue Earth that gets shot and they find out that it, it's heading towards Earth and, they and you know, the Avengers are sent off to, to stop it. They find out a couple things about this rogue Earth. First of all, it was fired from, like, 50,000 years ago. It was fired from, like, somebody fired it from, like, the past or the technically the future. They fired yeah. it towards the Earth. It's like, why would they do that? Why would somebody... like the, the plan that goes into doing that to make sure that happens here. Also, um, Tony is visited by somebody from the future? His, um, black granddaughter? <laughs> I have so many questions! Um... Uh, and uh, she gives him a gift, and the gift is uh, she she helps him phase the uh, the rogue planet so it operates the same space as Earth. It's like it's a gift, you know. It's you'll find that you can use that power source for somebody else coming down the line, and like twenty issues later, you find out what that's for, and it's just again because Tony builds weapons, it's just. <sighs>
0: Well, that's his granddaughter. Starks build weapons. Yeah, yeah.
1: But also, but the thing I like about this is, and the, the thing with Tony is, in this entire story, you know, and we'll get back to kind of going through through how some of the stuff works. Is we've seen some of the, the future already, mm-hmm. uh, like the um the generations issues that um Marvel did, the particularly the review one. Where Riri goes to the future and she sees a Sorcerer Supreme, Tony Stark, and she has an important, important place to play in that future. It, it, it really didn't start making you wonder, like, how important, like, what, what is going to happen going forward? And is that future still there? Like, I, I just have, I, I, just like what I did with the S.H.I.E.L.D. run, I have a feeling the story is, is not over. Right, right. It can't be. There's no way, because there were so many things that didn't get answered. Uh, throughout this entire thing that happened and we don't see we don't, we don't see everything you know um, but anyway let, let's continue on with uh, this stuff here um,
0: so Infinity they basically like you said they, they win the war against the builders and at the end they tie in at Thanos store. Mm-hmm. and you get the Avengers taking on Thanos things seem cool things seem copacetic things seem to be going in I, the right damn direction
1: again another one of those life and death stories obviously Thanos is deaf a uh, son thing that he was in, he's trying to kill was technically life, but then also can be death. It's a weird thing. He ends up being life and death. It's it's again. This is a theme that that Hickman continuously plays throughout this entire series. A the theme of life and death, creation and not creation, and the gray area, the big gray area in between. You know, um, yeah. So, anyway,
0: and then we the whole time while this is happening, while this universe is being threatened, incursions are occurring. So over in New Avengers, we're still watching Illuminati save the mold, save the universe.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: and Black Bolt does what he has to do with Adelain, and 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 Th- he brings in Adelain and activates the latent humans across the planet Earth, and that's where Thane is introduced because it opens with Thanos saying, "I come my from my first born from the planet." He starts to kill me. I'm going to stop that shit. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he fights Black Bolt and. We've talked about the scene before when they come and they demand a, a tribute.
1: <laughs> you cannot says, threaten...
0: The first born and all live. <laughs> Do says, you threaten your oh, kids with candy? Says, Outriders, take your heads off. Can't <laughs> threaten a child with candy. You welcome death, bitches.
1: By the way, this is the first appearances. These are the first appearances of the, the Black Water, and they're as fucking scary as you would think. So.
0: Yeah, they're scary for a while Then the child breaks one of their backs. Um... Well, just um,
1: well, black dwarf is. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just
0: kidding, yeah, yeah. Just but it, it, the whole thing is, it's it's brutal, and it's and you get the heroes of the Illuminati finally pushed to the place that Steve so said they would go because up to this point they found not humane. Humane's not the right one. They found ways. They'd encountered some dead Earths. Well, some the- earth that had already been cleansed by the Madri. Well, what, what the well, what
1: the well, the black swan. Black swan tells him is like you've gotten lucky. You guys have never had to actually destroy a, a world yourself. Somebody else has to it, it either did it for you, or the world was already dead. So there was a we kind of skipped over it earlier on. Um, one of the incursions in, it, it happened over Latveria, and yep. um,
0: and it was infested with builders.
1: Uh, well, no, map makers.
0: Map makers, excuse
1: me. The map makers. And because it's like you later don't find out there's different different colors that they encourage and mean different things. So you don't know what a map maker is until later. They don't explain what, the, again, we're reading some of the stuff. They never
0: find out and explain it. You just got to read and figure that shit out.
1: No, you, you really do. Well, they they eventually do explain it, but it's not, again, the thing that happens what happens all the time is it's not until the very, very end. And then you're like, oh, that does make sense. Um. So, but anyway map makers that means the world is already dead and so they're able to destroy that world yes but again it doesn't feel they haven't they haven't upset their own morals because the world was dead they didn't actually have to kill anybody they
0: didn't have to face
1: that face that and so,
0: so for a while it feels almost like a science project like issue 4 opens with Panther explaining how they reverse engineered a bomb from the trigger mm-hmm. and then he takes Reed uh, excuse me Tony takes Reed and Panther uh, through VR and shows them, he says, You're building a Tyson sphere. He says, I think I like Stark Sphere, but apparently the company's already using that for something else. I've got to get better marketing people. <laughs> well, this will physically will enable us to start capturing and controlling the power of our local sun. They're going to weaponize a star. I figure if the situation's forcing me to get back in the arms business, why not get exotic? Goddamn Tony. <laughs> like there's nobody. <laughs> You see, Reed say Saul's hammer. It's called Saul's hammer, which just came up in the goddamn Fantastic Four run because Jonathan Kent was a psychopath. I,
1: again, there's so many things that he was like. Wait, I I, I saw the anvil. Like we we did. We I've seen this before. Like again, all this stuff pops up because we've. Mm, ah, yes, yes. Anyway, sorry. Um. Yeah,
0: and like you said, they got lucky early. A lot of dead worlds. Hmm. Uh,
1: until that luck runs out. Um, I think this is when they, they rebuilds a bridge. He, again, coming back from the fantastic four run, uh, the black, black swan keeps calling a mirror. Uh, he's like, wait a minute. I know what this is. It's a bridge. I built one of these before again, the council of reads. Um, and so they use, they, they build this, this bridge, this mirror to see, um, what's ha- they, they, they can use it to kind of see what's happening on other worlds at the point of the incursions and how these other worlds are dealing with the incursions. Again, a smart idea. And Black Swan even says, it's like, yeah, you need to build this because other worlds have done this. You need to be in, if you're going to be in the great game, and they call this the game of worlds, Um, which is if you're going to be in this game, you need to be you need to be fully armed. You need to be able to have the same thing everybody else has. He basically tells them, it's like, you need to have this because other worlds have this. They're already looking in on you. You need to look in on them. And so... They go in and they're using this, and they're actually watching these other worlds die. They watch the you. You find out that there's these things called the black priests, and they watch the black priests annihilate the world. They watch map makers, and they're basically cataloging all these things to see how these things happen, so they can try to find a a math. Because again, these are smart people; they're trying to find a mathematical solution to to the algorithm of how this stuff is all happening. If it's happening, it's got to be a pattern, right? Um, and so what they find out is there, there's certain things that are happening around, uh, these encouraged the game worlds, right? You have one, you have the builders that these are floating in between the, 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 subflow. So we've already met those. You have the map makers, these map worlds, and, uh, then you have the black priests. Um, and they're also destroying worlds as well. You have the black swans who are disciples of, uh, Rebam Allah. Uh, and then you have Something that comes up every now and then. You you you've heard the Black Swan. You heard Black Swan say this because she said she's from this place called the Library of Worlds, and that was created by the Ivory Kings. And again, nobody knows who the Ivory Kings are. Nobody's ever seen an Ivory King, but like that's who they are. uh And so these are the the players in this this game of worlds that 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 the the Illuminati, as they look through the bridge and look in the mirror, are seeing uh, mentions of these things or, or seeing this. And they watch other the world. They watch um, other Illuminati uh, groups. Um, do. I think the first one they see is one that has Doom thing on it. It's Doom, uh, Charles Xavier. The, the world that they're on is the world, I think, that happens if... Um, I think this is when Apocalypse tried to take over and in, in Magneto with the savior of the mutant people.
0: Well, even before that, we get to see in New Avengers, I think it's... Let me just scroll here. Issue 8, before Infinity even starts in New Avengers, we get a throwaway two scenes of when Reed's asking Tony how deep his face was, and all you see is a watcher showing him a dead, the dead living tribune. Oh, yeah. And you're like, wait, what the fuck was that? That's a universal constant. And they never turn back to it until much, 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 much later. Wait. wait. They don't explain that until Hank Pym makes his dramatic entrance. Yeah. <laughs> like 30 issues later.
1: It's, oh, God. It's again. Ridiculous. But yeah,
0: they get to watch these other groups of themselves. You get to watch other reads make the same speech. You get to watch them all fall before. And
1: I, is it me? What, did every did every council have a read?
0: Almost. Yeah. 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 Another of You're gonna need a read.
1: You're gonna need a read. you um, need a read. We later also find out there's a um there are fewer dooms, but we know why because there was a great calling of dooms. Read the Fantastic Four run, guys. Read the Fantastic Four run. <laughs> it's very very important.
0: It's so wild the way they pull this shit off. And you get to watch each character kind of get pushed here. Yeah. Um, they reveal later how Reed got pushed. But so, but Strange sells his soul. No, I, well, well, and I don't well, think I can well, ever say that. Well, Strange sells his fucking soul. Well, well, no, actually,
1: well, actually, Dr. Strange tries to sell his soul. Oh, yeah, that's it. But he's already committed to somebody else. So he can't, he doesn't even have a soul to sell. He just fully commits to the dark arts,
0: <laughs> like.
1: So again, this is important because the thing about New Avengers is, you know, when you when you when you're reading Avengers and you're seeing when you read Avengers, you're giving this hope of of see Steve Rogers is right. Steve is out here fighting against all odds, and he's he's winning. He's doing this, and so when he they, when when Steve gets his memory back and 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 decides he's going to hunt down the Illuminati, you're kind of like, well, he kind of has a point if you only read Avengers, but when you read New Avengers, then you're like, wait a minute! Every one of the people, every member of the Illuminati has sold their soul. Every yeah. member of the Illuminati has given up something personally, literally, to save the universe. They're not going. They they know they don't care how they will be looked and viewed at again. T'Challa loses the door. Malaysia leave him. His sister basically turns his back on him. He's no longer welcome in Wakanda because he at one point in the middle when they're fighting um when when uh, uh, uh Thanos and them are by by Namor, Namor tells Thanos and them that the Infinity gems are 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 in Wakanda and they send the full brunt of Thanos' th- uh uh forces there, and um they basically Um, destroy almost destroy all of Wakanda and and um, T'Challa wasn't there he wasn't there because he was off-world taking care of an incursion because literally while Thanos and them are coming to invade Wakanda he has to make a decision between do I save my my nation or do I go and save the universe and it's not really a choice right because saving the universe saves your nation too right? And so, so many of these people lose, uh, Namor loses a kingdom <laughs> and, and, and loses more of himself, you know, um, Reed, Black Bolt, like everybody gives up something. Yeah. 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 Everybody gives up something and and they sacrifice so much, you know, to do this um and and it, it and again when when you get people trying to make it seem like they did this stuff flippantly and oh wow you should have done you should have done this it's like and at one point you you get re kind of breaking down it's like we thought of that like we're you have the smartest we're mind much more
0: harder than you right we've thought of it we thought of everything it. we've been thought of and tried it didn't work like when they fight the justice league and let's what you have say, They no mistake
1: i mean the one of the i mean one of the guys was called wayne and then you have the what was it uh Z- or Zoran, or whatever his name was, was
0: fucking Superman. I mean, and then you had well, literally- the guy, and the other guy's Dr. Fate and Strange basically is, is what you would say to a Fate fan like, you're a curator of items, you <laughs> don't even have the true gift, do you? <laughs> Yo, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, also, Strange, you know, Dr. Strange, you know, Strange, Dr. Strange versus Dr. Strange takes them all down. Strange takes the entire discipline <laughs> down with the spell because he sold his soul because like, you're right, he didn't sell his soul because he had no soul, he gave himself to the dark arts. Listen, and he steals the helm. Of the black priests. Listen here, guys. <laughs> when I tell you that nonlinear your storytelling is my shit, this is what I'm talking about.
1: Listen here, guys. Um, Doctor Strange
0: <laughs> is like
1: because like, again, like because what what happens is when they look at this, um, was it the ju- what do they call it? It's not the Justice Society. Was it the, the Great Society?
0: The Great Society. The
1: Great Society. They're watching. They're, they're, they're T'Challa and them are watching, um, them fight, and they're like, there is one world. That has that has been able to survive, and they haven't they haven't destroyed other worlds. And they're like, we'll see how they do it, right?" And um, they're watching them, and then another incursion happens, and that's when when T'Challa realizes, like, "Oh shit, we have to face them." This that's us. That's that's us. They're they're coming to us, and so they sit there and they try to have the conversation with them, and like, "Listen, you're here," because again, they've never at this point they've never had to face other heroes, because you got to remember also at this time at this time um, Th- uh, is it at this time that Thanos and them no, I don't think Thanos and them yeah. have gone... Have gone? No, no, it's, it hasn't happened. It's, it's about pre-com-on. to happen. Right, it, it, right, right it's, it's pre But it's
0: after, Bruce, it's after Bruce Jordan.
1: Right. Um, oh, so let's get into that first. Before we go back to The Great Society. Um, so, Bruce Banner figures it out. Bruce Banner figures so, out... The, let me tell you something. When we tell you that all these
0: pieces matter? Holy shit.
1: Bruce Banner figures out that the Illuminati's together, and Tony's put the Illuminati together, and it is a... Um, and it's an intense conversation he has with Tony, but it also shows you one, why Tony's an asshole, but why Tony is just like, listen, he, Tony regrets nothing.
0: <laughs> like, you have no time for regrets. I'm trying no, to live. Listen,
1: Tony regrets nothing.
0: And but so, if you came in for a Tony Stark is wrong podcast, you will see the wrong show. So, so, Bruce comes
1: in with a, with a case and he's talking to Tony and Tony just like, Hey, what's in the case? Don't worry about that, Tony. Let's have a conversation. I've been trying to figure it out. Cause the entire time and again, when you go back and read Avengers, you start seeing it, you start seeing Bruce figure it out. Because there are times when you Bruce will say
0: "Because in the background, you see the looks on his face.
1: Yeah, you'll see the looks on his face and you'll see Bruce say things like, Huh, that's weird. That's that's kind of like a Reed Richards design there, Tony. And nothing said anything. It's like, huh, a little bit of a uh, little bit of T'Challa designs there. It's weird. Okay, that's interesting. Whatever. And you just kinda of figure it, and, and you see that 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 um that Bruce is out. So Bruce is talking to me, it's like, I couldn't figure out what it is. I couldn't figure out, you know, how you put this team together and why you put this team together. This Avengers team together, this Avengers machine together. What's going on here? And he, he's having the conversation and eventually he's like, it's Tranquilizer. Tranquilizer's in the case. And he keeps injecting himself with Tranquilizer so he doesn't get too mad because he's, 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 gonna, he's confronting Tony as he's starting to realize that it, his worst fears are, are true and Tony has put together the Illuminati. Now, if you're wondering why, somehow, that, you, that, that Bruce is mad that the Illuminati's together,
0: Deepon, would you like to explain that for me? A little art called Planet Hulk. So they, they, they set up a... Um, first time the Illuminati were brought into our knowledge before they released that miniseries, they had the Hulk go up and fix a S.H.I.E.L.D. satellite and got him in a ship to bring him back and uh, sent that ship into outer space. It was supposed to be sent to an isolated world where the Hulk could live out of the days of peace. He got knocked off course because of comic books and it was sent to a planet um, Scar where he eventually became the warrior king of that planet during the planet, and then he returned home during the planet Hulk Park. To say that he took it poorly. Okay, so he turned Magic Garden into a um, gladiator pit. And he whipped everybody's ass. What about? Yep, yeah, him too. It was the meanest, smartest, strongest Hulk you've ever seen. It's the incarnation known as uh, the Green, the Green King, or the King of Scar, and he was fucking terrifying. And somehow they got past that. Which, yeah, you, know, you shoot me into space, we're not cool ever again. Sorry. Full stop.
1: Right. So, so what does Eggman do? He has, of course, he has Bruce join the Illuminati. <laughs> because Tony is so unapologetic. He's like, yeah, we did it. We formed it. And, I mean, look, we have two I'll choices. I'll tell you why you'll get it. Yeah, I'll tell you why. Um, and if you don't agree with me, well, then I guess we're just going to have to deal with your big green friend then, right? And, um, yeah. So, That's how
0: uh, Tony was that he knew Bruce would get it. He's like, I, I, I'll i taunt the big one. Yeah. Because you'll know I'm right. Right. You will, you, this is not how this is. Because I'm right.
1: And, um, the way that they're able to uh um the deal with this is at the same time of this, in the avengers run it was happening is um uh an aim <laughs>
0: a- it's so funny because the avengers run is kind of scattershot because you feel like these are just like one off stories that don't really connect like them ret- retrieving um hyperion mm-hmm. through the collapse of the new world it's like you don't see how that connects until much until you take a broader look at the whole series like that's why hyperion's even here
1: Right, Hyperion's only here because he got pulled from oh. a dying world. He got pulled from a, a world that was experiencing an incursion. He was trying, mm-hmm. he literally trying to push the other world away and failed, and got pulled in his world. He is from a dying world that. that anyway, a
0: dead world. A dead he world. was found in the gap between.
1: Yes, um, and that's what Aim was doing. Aim was pulling in, pulling in uh, things from from the superflow. They, they were
0: mining. They're mining the superflow, so it tells you now that the Illuminati get it and that Aim gets it.
1: Right. Um And so what, what AIM did at one point... Oh my is,
0: god, I just figured it out. What? You know why they get it, right? Why? Because they put the wizard in charge. And what's the wizard say in the first issue if he does it? Oh yeah, 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 Every, I've yeah. I've done the math, math, everything dies. Everything dies. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He's the first one in the whole fucking Marvel Universe figured out. it mm-hmm. out. Um, That's so crazy. At
1: one point when they're still mining the... the so two things happened with AIM. So before we get into the thing we were talking about before. Two things happened with AIM. One... Um, they uh, are mining the superflow. They pull in a group of Avengers. The Aven- like we'll the original, the original Avengers. We get the original team, first team ever. We get a Wasp, uh, Hank Pym. You get uh, 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 Hulk, Thor, uh, Captain America, and Iron Man. You're like, oh wow, okay, the original Avengers. Oh. When you find out they're not your Avengers, they're actually kind of evil.
0: The so Thor carries two R's in this one. Mm-hmm. And and it's whoever is. Yes he can wield
1: the power. yes, he, he carries an unworthy millionaire. <laughs> um, Iron Man isn't no. Tony. It's Jarvis who killed uh, Howard Stark and smothered baby Tony in the, in his crib. Um, Bruce Banner is still Bruce, but he's a sociopath because they decided that the, the way to control uh, Bruce and the Hulk is to remove the parts of his brain that allow him to get angry. But and implant him with a chip that allow, that, that, that allows them to control him and turn him into the Hulk when he when they want him to. Um and uh, Captain America isn't Captain America, he's General America. He's kind of a fascist. So you mean to tell me it's not the first time we've ever had like an evil?
0: Hey, 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 hmm. don't use facts.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: But you're right, these Avengers show up and even if they've got the real deal, their power level is on par because they're able to toe to with our guys mm-hmm. and they get sent back to their world, except for one.
1: They do. But before that, <laughs> um, again, because they got pulled in by aim aim is, is doing a bunch of experimentation and they've, they've experimented with the, they had, they had, they pulled some experimentation from the different, uh, evolution sites. And they started the. They created these like robot adaptoid because at one point they had, they had also mined the DNA, some of the Avengers. Something happened, and one of the Avengers were fighting something, uh, fighting um, pod, and and they they got knocked out. And you see this at one point. The the aim comes in, and they take DNA samples, and they leave. You never hear anything about it. Well, they are basically creating a bunch of adaptoid robots. Um, and uh, they send them in there to kind of stop the Avengers because they don't want the Avengers to know. They don't want their real Avengers to know that they've been mining the Superflow. They're like, "Oh, we can't let them know. We don't want that, that heat coming down on us." So they send their Adaptoid to kind of bring the um, new Avengers, the 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 wrong Avengers back. Uh, things go kind of weird because um, Hank Pym, the the wrong Hank Pym, gets killed. Um, but the rest of them they get sent back. They get sent to a world that doesn't have any Avengers because that's what they want. And, um, but the, the little adaptoids though, uh, they keep evolving. They get a new shape, they get a new form and they decided they're going to go out into the superflow themselves because they, they, they basically have reti- or, uh, achieved their well, own well, self-awareness.
0: The, the the original goal of them was to track what's happening. Yes. And so now these things have morphed, have adapted, have grown, and they live in the superflow known as map makers. Huh. And that's a theme you'll see happen because the idea that we create, we seed our own destruction is very much alive and well in this. It's so funny. Not funny because after they kill the Avengers on that other planet. And after, excuse me, after Stephen Strange kills those Avengers. because um, Not the uh, Justice League. Just Justice League. Justice League, excuse me, you're right, Justice League. They're out of time and they have to push the button. And Reed says, I don't think I can. I know it's necessary evil. I know it would be saving hundreds of trillions of lives the cost of mere billions i know there's no shame in coming to exclusion, conclusion making that choice but even with all things hanging in the balance there's a line and i can't do this and tony says he won't do it he built it bruce says no henry says absolutely not Bruce uh strange is like um nah man you don't want me to, to <laughs> after everything i just did right here i just i just slaughtered the Justice uh, league can, you don't want to see me i'm good <laughs> uh to show on tears but then he hesitates even in the face of his ancestors. Even in the face of the pandas before. He says, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm sorry. It's wrong. I cannot do it. And who does it? Namor. No it matters. The way you people talk about your lives like they mean something. It matters. I am the greatest man I know, but compared to this, I am nothing. It's this you are nothing. Am I the only man here with the courage of his convictions? Am I the only one with any conviction at all? The lines you want to cross, these things you want to do, they shame you. How dare any of you put yourself, your damn mortals, above the lives of every living thing? the, the truth is you people aren't worth that, and neither am I. Our lives are a pittance, a petty, small, nothing. Of course, this is worth it. Now watch us do what you could not, and it kills a planet. Yep. And what you come to realize is that the events that are happening in our world, the the builders, the map makers, it's happening everywhere else. It's happening in these other universes throughout the multiverse. But just as well, there's nothing they can do to stop it. Can we get to the, t- the eight months later, please? Yeah, let's get to the let's get to the eight months later, because time runs out. So time runs out is collected in four handy dandy trade paperbacks. It's basically the countdown of the end of all things, and I love it. It makes me happier than any column because any right to make me. It's sad. It probably says a lot about me and my well being mentally. So I love time runs out because not only does it capture kind of the kinetic momentum of New Avengers and Avengers. But for the first time, I guess if you've been reading kind of cursorily, it really becomes clear that there's that the toys aren't going back in the box. We're not building towards a reboot or a reset or a... This doesn't end with a triumphant shot in front of the mansion. This is kind of the end. And you see it because everything, they kind of drop you in the middle of, like we always say, Caitlin drops in the middle. Literally eight months later. It's eight months later. And there's a New Avengers team and carol's walking the black and white colorway which I thought was very dope
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the Illuminati's
1: the Illuminati's on the run uh some people that were in the uh in the original avenger team decided they were going to be out because they don't want to hunt down other avenger team uh, other avenger mem- members or the illuminati cuz again remember the illuminati i mean gets a bad rap but these are also these are these
0: are legends to some people right these are the biggest brands in, in the the in the world right <laughs> some of the biggest like, smartest, yeah. they may be wrong but you know they're probably right. But <laughs> it, 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 certain things have
1: happened in the eight months you find out. Um, again, the Cabal is, which is um, uh, Thanos, Black Swan, Namor, uh, uh, um, Proxima, Proxima Midnight, and uh, Corvus, uh, Corvus, and, 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 and Terex, and and, and and Maximus. Maximus the Mad. Uh, Maximus. They, have, they have basically, what they did was uh, they did what the Illuminati didn't do, they went to the people. And they told the people what was happening with the world's dying stuff like that, and the world decides to give these supervillains the okay to kill other worlds. And uh, a couple of things that happened with that: one, okay to kill the other worlds; two, they also basically give them Wakanda. They let them raise Wakanda.
0: That's where the bombs were. Exactly. That's so where they're keeping their bombs that they're building—the perfect bombs in worlds. And you get it opens with like this wet whip around. Kind of the universe, see Sam's living in space with Izzy. They have a son. You see the, the the zebra kids have built this power source in the in in the savage land. And then you see Thor on a mountain. Drunk.
2: Yeah. Unworthy.
0: The axe. Yep. And then you get Amadeus Cho breaking into uh Tony Stark's uh Avengers Tower and it makes me it's one of my favorite scenes of the whole thing. It's him breaking in and realizing he got burned while he broke in.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And he tries to get away, and he's chased down by War Machine, Captain Marvel, and Hawkeye, and he gets away for a while. He does a very good job of getting away, and the big last page reveal is that he's not just hunted by then, he's not just had his translocated, ripped from his palm, he's also hunted by Susan Richards.
1: Where's my husband?
0: And you're like, wait, what the fuck? And then you're taken to watch... Kind of, Namor gravel because as we mentioned, one of the first incursion sites was Latveria, and we see Doom during the site during the incursion, collect a piece of the fall on Earth,
1: and and not only that, not only that, but at one point when when uh, uh, Strange and Reed show up to talk to Doom, but try to Doom asks them about this, and Doom is annoyed, and they basically they tell him talk. not. They tell him not to worry about it. It doesn't concern him, which, again,
0: <laughs> just not a smart thing to do. Well, what's happened is that Namor has loosed this cabal, but they're like rabid dogs. They're murdering worlds in the most horrific way possible. You watch them murder the supreme power universe in a very brutal way. <laughs> we get to watch them taunt Charles Xavier while the mutant's lay like dead at his feet. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: he, te- he said he's like they enjoy it. They, they enjoy it. like, I, 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 they were like, I killed that world because it had to be done. We needed to do it. There was no other choices. Nobody wanted to make the hard choices. I did it. I didn't take joy in it. I didn't, I didn't revel. Like, they, they're enjoying it. You know, they're like, and, and when they said they're enjoying it, like, they are, they're having the time of their
0: lives. There's a scene where Terax is holding the skulls of Xavier's sons on this alternate earth. He says, I know what you're thinking, mutants. And I agree. They're animals, aren't they? At least it's something of a quandary, doesn't it? Because Thanos has asked Charles Xavier to beg to be killed. How can I trust an animal to keep its words? You can't. Which leads us to a much more interesting question, which is why would you succumb to the tyrant's request at all? You know by now that if we must kill your world, if ours to live, your death is inevitable. So how can we threaten you with what we promised was already assured? That assurance, that truth is undeniable. A strong man would hide behind the walls of that truth. He may a fortress out of it, against with no seed to succeed. You find some victory in that death? Why, you in the face with the facts at hand, am I so sure that you will beg? And the scene is now Corvus Glade with a blade to a uh, uh, wolf spade and cannonball, and he looks at Xavier and says, "And the walls came tumbling down." <laughs> and he begs to be killed by Thanos. They're basking in this mass murder, it's genocide for sport, and it's, it's genocide not only for sport, but genocide for sport that's been endorsed by the United Nations in an overwhelming majority. Yeah, It shows you that when pushed to the brink, the world will choose whatever it takes to survive, which, which for my money is less of an indictment of the new Avengers, the Illuminati, than I think maybe it was intended to be because it says that even the best of us are reduced to the worst in the worst of times.
1: Well, and, and again, the thing that always comes down to, and again, and this is why I love the takedown that Reed has of, of, of Steve Rogers, is like, Steve, he, he, you're predictable like no again i get why steve's upset but again steve you were not smart enough to handle this first of all two (laughs) i mean it's it's true right you you weren't and two you're so busy being trying to be moral and right that you didn't see the bigger picture which is you know there's a lot going on here and we're trying to do all this stuff and no we yes we had to create weapons to kill the worlds because that was that had to be the play you had to have that but, option but, on the table. But that didn't. Even, mean-
0: even when the option came, they couldn't kill the populated world. It's so that same issue is where Maximus catches Black Panther and Shuri breaking in to steal the bombs. Yeah. And it comes up from behind the bomb. No, no, don't take me. I want to stay and blow things up. Like billions of people in the big weepy hearts, big weepy hearts of heroes. But you have to ask yourself, can you really call yourself a hero if you spend time building bombs like me? No, Mr. Bomb, no, you cannot.
1: <laughs> Maximus is crazy.
0: <laughs> Maximus is crazy.
1: You know, um, but like you said, you know, it's, a, a, again, it's such it's a good, uh, everybody's dirty here. Everybody has, everybody has a cross a bear and the Illuminati goes through it. Um, and again, so Namer comes to, to Doom asking for Doom's help. Uh, we always pray this we always read this, this panel cause it's so great. I think not. What? <laughs> you could have come to me first. You should have come to me first, but you did not. I can... Oh, hold on. I, just, I can I can forgive your initial dalliances with Richards and the others. Their nature is not conducive to such practicality. But after that, you chose to throw in with your subhuman lot. Now you regret it, and you drag the stinking carcass of your failure to my door. Victor, please, uh. everything we stand or... or everything, everything will stand or fall on what we face. Should have thought of that, Namor, and more conce- carefully considered your position. Should have known better. Doom is no man's second choice. <laughs>
0: Tell him how you feel, man. Well, because the thing you find out later on, this is because
1: Doom has already kind of figured out things. Are, no, Doom has already worked on his own he's
0: thing. He's not only figured out the problem, he's working on multiple solutions, including a molecule man in his basement. Yes, <laughs> he's keeping a molecule man in his basement. It just... And I say A because it's going to matter later. Yeah. Um, uh... <laughs> so the end of book one of, or excuse me, the middle of book one still, of Time Runs Out is the third group of Avengers. So we mentioned there's a team of Avengers that says, I don't want to punch our friends. This is re- I don't want to hunt our friends. It's ridiculous. Well, they've done the math too. They figured out it's ending. And Robbie, Bobby Dacosta, Sunspot, is now ordering Thor to take a mission to the far side of the multiverse.
1: Oh, because he so- also now owns AIM.
0: Oh, yeah, he bought AIM. <laughs> um-
1: <laughs> Just, you know, eight months later, you know, things happen.
0: And they're going and they're going to punch the problems so like Avengers do. I think it's 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 wild. Yeah. And an auger that's gonna throw them through the multiverse, you're all gonna die out there. And it's Hyperion, it's Thor, it's Starbrand, it's Nightmare. it's the biggest of the big guns. Mm-hmm. And if you ask yourself, Oh, what well, these other things are happening, where are they? That's where they are. They're trying to save it all. And then we get my favorite issue of the entire run. Read and the Illuminati go elsewhere, and they break into a city beneath Rome. Huh. My he... father told me he used to work here for a while with Howard Stark. Some secret society clandestine job with unseen architectural history. Apparently, to hear him tell it, one of their job descriptions was assisting the orderly demise of the world. Bruh. Huh. Did we read something like that before? <laughs> These motherfucker, dude. Hickman's a crazy person.
1: Yeah, no, it's almost like hmm, that
0: shit mattered. You no, know, you feel like you do feel like throwing your tablet. I
1: I read, I saw that. I was like, son of a bitch, I know where that city is. Because when I first read this, I hadn't read Shield. I didn't know what he was talking about. Now I read Shield. I'm like, oh my god, that's the that's the Forever City. That's.
0: <sighs> and you get the other half of that conversation when Cho gets taken, and then you get to see him being interrogated by Susan Richards with my other favorite exchange in all the comic books ever. About how smart, how being really smart isn't that smart at all. (laughs) It just basically basically, talking down to Susan Richards the entire fucking time. It's beautiful, and then you get T'Challa who got found out. It's I love this issue because it's a convergence of all the things you read before. Mm -hmm. It's T'Challa getting found out by Maximus and Shuri sacrificing herself. That all happens and leads into the end of the issue when he translocates back. Mm -hmm. And then you get the issue after that where you see them come in after they've already left, and the hologram of the Hulk and the Beast playing. uh, Jess,
3: mm-hmm.
0: hello, Steve. It's been a while. How does it, I bet you're wondering how we know it's you. The truth is that interactivity on this program is fairly limited. I mean, I can only accomplish so much in the five minutes that's been setting this up But the question. How do we know it's me? Well, it's a fair one to ask. So here's your answer. Everyone wants to think they're special, that there's some unique combination of personality, history, and cognitive ability. But the truth is, let's just tick boxes that give us insight into how each person is hardwired. So any personalities long enough and you can know them like the back of your hand. Clint Pipe said, I don't buy this at all as bluffing. Now, you, it's possible you believe I'm being disingenuous, but you would be surprised to know there's a 95% chance that either Clint, Sam, or Subdirector Hill was with you. There's an 80% chance you brought all three. I'd take those <laughs> odds, says the Hulk. And oh, my stars, there's even a 68% chance that you asked Susan Richards to join you. And if he asked, there's an 83 percent chance that she said, yes, Aventira. So what does this all mean? Why, pray tell him, am I telling you all this? If you're going to get serious about catching us, we're going to have to come to grips with your shortcomings and adjust accordingly. After all, we're not playing a game by some arbitrary rules, Steve. We're playing you, and the Hulk type's in. Better get up your game, son. <laughs> yo, they, they shit. They taunt the fuck out of Steve. <laughs> Steve has every right to be pissed. Yo,
1: yo, Steve smashes the holograms. Cause yo, he's so Steve is
0: got his face by a hologram of a man covered in blue fur and a hulk playing chest. Fuck this dude. That 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 okay, they I get it, Steve.
1: that that they that they put together. In like five minutes, <laughs> like that, read the fuck out of them, and after being put together in five minutes, you're like, oh, "This is why. This is why he hates you." This
0: this is why after, after after Sue gets debriefed by Steve, we're gonna see the real wheel, the first wheel within wheel. Because of course Susan's working with Reed. What a stupid fucking question. <laughs> you really? Thought, I like you. Really party- thought. You really thought she would betray her husband. Do you know what I, these people have been through? Do you know what I they have through? Bad news sport. You. you were wrong, oh. let me in two days earlier than you projected. Well, Miss Richards, you're a very trying persuasive woman. I watched you interrogate show. I thought I might have been speaking to an audience. They know each other so fucking well. Yo, the the the, the fact that he she dropped that line from within uh in
1: into yeah. the in, into the thing to let to, to say basically say hi to susan when they were in the hologram program and Steve didn't pick up one it's like Steve you have no you, you, nobody smart is on your
0: side. No, at, at, least, this, at least not this smart at least like, not this, this smart the, this is like, like I can explain the like, show explains like I'm I'm one of the top 250 people smarter in the world. Guess what that means there are 249 people that much smarter than me. Not that special <laughs> And then, the, and then the throwaway frame of as good as they can be, they both miss you very much. Franklin as well. He still thinks he disappointed you. Val wanted me to give you this. Did you look at it? I did, and I almost didn't bring it, but you did. And now I have to go. Val is special, and I love her dearly, but she's not perfect, and she's not always right. She has the same flaws you do. She's a child, and I think you should burn that note, Dad. You can't even win. It's time to start figuring out how not to lose. Because goddamn, she's right.
1: Yeah, I mean, like.
0: It, is now the second person to openly figure it out. Yeah. 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 Is this is mouse cool? three. Oh, I think she might be four or five at this point, right? She might be four by now. You're right. Because <laughs> you she eventually calls Uncle Doom with the same news. Mm hmm. Uncle Doom, it's a wrap. Time to think. What are we going to do now? Yep.
1: Um,. And then you get uh so a lot of things are happening at this point, you know, you you, you find out what happened with Steven, uh and Stephen so, Strange.
0: To, Tony. Tony's in the cage.
1: Yeah, Tony Tony tried to take on the uh cabal by himself, got his ass whooped, he's now put in a cage under uh Necropolis. Um and he's in a cage. Uh you later find out how he got released, but um yeah, he's the builder.
0: But um you also get to see him get uh, interrogated by Jessica and Natasha and he's like, I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Which, while he didn't, you still can't say that when they're in the position to let you out. Play and, the games, so so, Play and, the games Tony. so so and one thing
1: we, we 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 mentioned it briefly, but there's a at one point where um, Natasha, Steve, Tony, Hawkeye, and and I think Star Brand, and I think there was somebody else, uh, Thor, they all get jaunted to the future with the time stone. The 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 time Jim comes back at one point and is basically jumping Steve because this is when Steve. Has gone. This issues before. Times run out. Steve has gone to confront Tony because he remembers. He remembers what the Illuminati did. He remembers that they, they w- was happening. And he's gone to confront Tony. First of all, um, if you're going to confront Tony Stark, do not confront him in his office. Do not confront no. him in his home, where he, he works and he operates all of his armors. That is a bad, bad, bad idea.
0: Don't do. You're that. way smarter than you're way smarter than pissed off Steve.
1: <laughs> come on, come
3: on.
0: Let's dude. make something very clear. Be like, Captain America is so bland. Captain America is fucking livid. Right. <laughs>
1: right. Um, and at that point, the time zone shows up and starts jumping through the time. So, uh, and each of the, they get messages going throughout. Um, they're all mad at, at Tony because, again, Tony could have. They, they, everybody's just always mad at Tony. Um, yeah. Natasha's given a message to to tell, uh, to say to Tony when she meets him in a cage. And. Uh, again, Tony does not want to admit that he's wrong. Um, Steve gets. Uh, there's another part where we go back to the shield thing. At one point, when Steve gets jumped all the way to the to the end of, of 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 the Avengers and end of everything, he gets jumped back to the same place that Nathan Richards and Howard Stark got jumped to when they got pushed to the future with Nikola Tesla. That that with, with the 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 end of everything and with 50,000 years in the future. That is where Steve ends up going where uh, the three different versions of Kang are. And it's just, it's just... Again, he's thrown there and you see all these different things and these different places where they get thrown. Um, but here's the thing. You get bits and pieces here and there but you know you're, there's so much more story to tell in each of those places. And that they're going to have so much more significance going forward. At one point Steve and Natasha and they get jumped to a place where Franklin Richards is there. Mm. And, and Natasha doesn't believe that it's Franklin Richards, but he then tells her uh, all the things she told him. He's like, "Well, you once told me that uh, I could choke somebody out, I could I could, I could, I could, I could kill a man with my jump rope, and things like that." It's just, it's really, really funny. She's like, "Oh no, that's him. <laughs> that that is Franklin Richards." Um, but it's Franklin Richards, the one we know, and he's in the future. and He's telling them different things. He's 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 kind of telling Steve, "It's like I know you're mad at, at the Illuminati, but it's like they're not necessarily wrong here, I know that's not what you want to hear, but like." What happened
0: is everyone got too set in their ways and didn't want to think about it
1: right it's like that's the thing, and of course, Steve is really too too angry to hear all that stuff, but
0: way too angry um and
1: not wrong no, not wrong, not wrong i mean, this
0: anger is completely justified yeah, yeah,
1: His anger i mean you can be you can be mad, but it doesn't mean you're right, right you know you have the right to be angry, you don't you know but um so but anyway that that's that's where we're cutting back to where we're at now when time runs out that's when uh, that's why um Natasha and them were actually on their way to, to meet Sunspot, but they decided to make a stop off to 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 talk. You know, to and,
0: and is he calling them out? They're lying to you.
1: <laughs> You're right.
3: How
0: can you know when a woman is lying to you? Yo, know, Barry the best because, and I'm totally self-absorbed. Honestly, I'm not even listening when people most people are talking. <laughs> even me? What really? <laughs> right. I think I don't have steak for dinner. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, know, Bertha. You no, know, bobby can't bobby grew the fuck on me with this book man Yo, no
1: it's, it's fucking hilarious it's it's great um
0: he's, he's he's tony stark in the x-men because they never let Warren worthington do it
1: yeah 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 uh <laughs> it's just so good um and the, yeah and so natasha and jessica leave tony there but tony's like hey, yo tony is a livid tony's basically like you guys will be begging for me later on and it's not necessarily wrong either <laughs>
3: Because he because he kind of
1: does come back and save the day again because he's fucking Tony Stark, but um, yeah, so uh, and then you get, um, then you get the big chess match between
0: the... oh, before you get to the chess match, oh. you get uh, because you get the the team that went through the auger, the Universal Avengers. Oh, yeah, they meet the leader of the Black Priests. <laughs> It's fucking Steven. Of course it's fucking Steven. I swear to God, this book. He knows all the words. He, he, I don't speak letters,
1: I speak words. I'm the sorcerer that's supreme.
0: What, that's how the, 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 the sorcerers are working. They're using letters to form words to cast these spells and he says, I know all the words. <laughs> right. And I am the sorcerer supreme. And that and, and you get that and you also get Doom and Miracle Man. Or excuse me, Malachi Man leaving.
1: You don't know where you they're doing. You don't know where they're going, but they're going
0: below. We should take a trip. Right. And so we've established that the, the Multiversal Avengers are going to take two, te- two teams. One team is going to go kill the Ivory Kings. The other one's going to kill Rabu Malal.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And they flip a coin. Literally flip a coin. They call it something else. What do they call it? They say... Um, I can't remember where the coin is, but you're right. It, it, you know, that, he creates
1: something to, to, to basically be it. But yeah.
0: And then we get, like you said, the chess match, the fight. And it's framed as a letter from Reed Richards to Val about how to deal. Well, let me just read the beginning. Damn, I'm filled with regrets, but I'm sorry. if I'm so very little. I'm, but I have so very little time for them, almost none at all. I see so many potential outcomes for the future, some optimistic, others less so. And it would pay me greatly if some unfortunate events I was robbed, not just the privilege, not, not just you, but the privilege of continuing your education. And he explains what game theory, the first lesson, making plans with the proper execution thereof. And he shows her how to balance multi-variable combat situations by not just controlling the parameters, but by controlling your opponent's reactions to said parameters.
1: This is a letter from a smart father, the smart, smartest man in the Marvel Universe, to his three-year-old daughter, four-year-old daughter, who's probably, at that time, the smartest person in the Marvel
0: I believe it, I think it's important to begin with the ideological underpinnings of executing proper game theory which I suppose is a cumbersome way of saying know who you are Valeria as your personality will define how you naturally construct a plan. So what Steve does is he initially sends in a wave of war machines to the site. They find nothing there and then the Hulk comes from the ground and starts beating them to death.
1: Well before even before then you got to also realize that Reed has already had this in motion. They know that they're oh. being tracked by translocation and so they 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 set off a trans trans uh Translocation. Steve tracks it, but Steve, being Steve, uh, goes, "Oh, I know it's a trap. They think they they think that they're getting me because they think that they're setting a trap for me." If you look
0: look earlier in the page, the translocator is set from one place to the same place. Like he's just he's pinging it so they can catch him.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: It's all a trap. It's a chess
1: piece. He's moving. He's moving a chess piece onto a map.
0: As the War Machines are fighting Hulk, Reed continues his writing. For example, it's been said many times that if you wait for all the information necessary. To make a correct decision, the opportunity to make any decision at all might have passed you by. Of course, the opposite of that idea is the uncomplicated maxim, go with your gut. The argument being that instinct is an evolutionary good bet, which is true until you run into something or someone a little higher up on the food chain, or in some instances, just a little bit more hungry. Most people like yourself, even gifted ones, tend to favor one of the two principles, but the best course of action is amalgamation. Maintaining a constant awareness of both concepts and waiting to act until the moment they intersect. Waiting until both instinct and intellect collide. But bluntly, what you're looking for is a plan that can be executed with precision, but implemented atemporally. Minimize variables, maximize flexibility. Holy shit, kids!
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's fucking
0: incredible. It's... And then Carol tries to knock out a Hulk.
1: <laughs> and Hulk's like... And it does the... not go
0: well. <laughs> Another thing you need to consider is consistency of disposition. Can you remain calm while executing your plan? The answer must always be yes. That's, that's not that Steve. That's
1: not Steve. Hello. That's not Steve. <laughs> that's
0: the thing. As you see it happen, you see how much that's not Steve because the Illuminati are executing their plans and they're winning because we feel as much as anyone. We hurt, we cry, and we keep it in check until later. And you see the next variable that Reed says. And finally, we come to strategy, how to achieve your goals. I won't bother you with going into limited scenarios with clearly defined opponents or situations. These are simple, and you know you are well beyond your needing your father's advice to handle those. But when facing a well-seasoned or, or truly gifted opponent, you must always attempt to redefine your opponent's basic understanding of the encounter. You attack their primary hypothesis. I, for example, if the expectation is the conflict between two parties, one of them being yours, the first thing you do is introduce a third, and that's when Sam and his Avengers drop in on the fight. Because Peter Richards is very, 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 very smart, <laughs> and then Barito comes in and basically tells both sides, "Like I'm here to make you guys stop being assholes."
1: Yes, we are friends here, nice,
0: or I'm going to spank you. Right, we're friends here, and um, we get the return of sociopathic Hulk. Yeah, <laughs> because well, isn't that the creepy thing, though?
1: So, so, and, and this is where this is where again I look at I look at I look at Steve. It's like. Steve's morals are okay as long as he's the one that's bending them. You sent a sociopathic Hulk that you can control against other heroes. Now, granted, you're mad at them, and in the world of deem them, you know, enemies of the state now because of what you've done. But you sent a sociopathic Hulk that you can mm. control, and this is something that again, we we didn't spend enough time on this. We talked about like, when Banner confronts Banner when when they when they um. When these when these other Avengers from the other world we talked about before come in, this uh, their Banner ends up getting turned back into uh, uh, their Hulk gets turned back into Banner, and Banner leaves and he goes to what he knows and he's hoping that his 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 um his safe spot is is available. But six one six Banner is there, and they have a conversation, and in, you know and our Banner's kind of horrified at the idea that these people would you know, put a device and chip into this the, the, banner's brain and control him like this, he's like, it's horrifying.
0: Yeah. But Steve uses but it as that, a weapon. Steve uses but it. But you never give the time to think about it that way. You just see this fight in full, but you're 100% right. Like, Steve's entire game plan is it's it's theirs, but just cruder. It's one thing that Reed notices. He says Steve knew he was on match, so he came with the overwhelming force and variable strategy. And so he eventually introduces a third team, a fourth team of Avengers, Spider-Man, Killer Cage, uh, Sam Wilson, White Tiger, She-Hulk, Spectrum, Blue Marvel, and Power Man.
1: This is, this is the Mighty yeah. Avengers run. If you, if uh, yeah. at the time, if you're reading Mighty Avengers, I know uh, Deep Palm did not read, it was, written, it was drawn by Greg Land, but, um sure. my, yeah. And it wasn't bad. It's was, it was actually a good series if you get past it, Greg Land. I'll, right, you I'll never know. I, he'll never know. So that's why I'm telling you. The Mighty Avengers one, this is the one, again, this is by the time when Steve, uh, when Sam is Captain America
0: now. So anyway, yes. Continue. And so the letter to, to Valeria wraps up. The Hulk did serve as an excellent tragic scenario, enabling Captain Rogers to hold down two fronts, shield engage with the Avengers world while he engaged with us. In fact, had he not suffered multiple considerable losses, maintaining a zone of conflict, preventing us an early tactical retreat via Translocator, the Hulk even might have succeeded in making us introduce our assets in the field earlier than desired. But he did suffer those losses, so he was forced to introduce a fourth party, his secret Avengers. Immensely powerful, tactically varied, and excellent stratagem. But unfortunately for him, his very last piece available on the board. Remember, as I said earlier, the object of any plan is not to get what you want, but to discover what your opponent is capable of. Once you know, you can manipulate the board to engineer and manage successful endgame. And that's when Susan Richards puts everyone in boxes. <laughs> because Ririx is smarter than you.
1: That's disappointing, I'm sure. But and you must be wondering how she pulled it off as you put a lot of effort in tracking devices scanning daily you're so careful but we were even more so here she is now i'm sure if you want i'm sure she'll walk you through exactly how we did it but i'm guessing you're going to be much more interested in exactly what happens next the thing about end games is this it really it's it's really two strategies in one. First, you show them what they might have guessed what had been coming and then you show them what they didn't and this off after, you know, uh, Medusa and and Sue walk off of the ship, also comes Namor
0: and Black Bolt. So. We've been off the board. And like, the reason we're taking so much time with these is because it's so dense and so well written. And the entire time each book opens with, in four months, time runs out. In three months, time runs out. There's a sense of urgency here. Mm -hmm. And you get to see how we got to this place. You get to see what's really at stake here, what's really on the table. And you get the return of Hank Pym, who had been sent through reality, through multiverses.
1: Which, by the way, so again, Bobby brings this up before, that he sent, he, he sends uh, uh, that the Universal Avengers through the auger, but he also mentions that he, had, he also knew that the Illuminati had done the same thing. They, he didn't have details on that, but he knew that they had tried to do the same thing.
0: Because he had a person on the inside, which was Hank, and they met at Nation X, where Cyclops is guarding a Weapon X base with two signals. Because he's crazy, and he's sitting on a crazy, crazy, or smart. Uh, I mean, ah,
1: not going to have this conversation right now. But I mean, listen,
0: the man, the man has. How do you feel about the world, Scott? Kind of want to start a fire. What? That's not a normal, balanced thing to reply to. I'm sorry. When you're a mutant, I mean, is it not? Well, something else that's had no more balance is that they told in their acquiescence to see they said, we can stop the cabal. We have a plan, we put it into place right now. Basically, the plan was to trick them to go blow to a world and blow up the bomb with them on it. track them on that side. Pretty good plan. The plan fails. and it fails because there's a secret part of the plan that no one knew but black bolt excuse me, Black Panther. And that was, while well, they were on the other side, they're going to stab anymore, betray him and leave him with the cabal because Wakanda demanded blood. I mean, not wrong here. I'm not going to say he's wrong. I'm going to say it happened, and it probably wasn't the best idea, but it's also why they failed. True. Um. Yeah, you get to see Tony break out. You get to see all these things. You get to see all this, this meeting of the minds, really. This kind of, kind of the thing that you were talking about, that they just talked, and you get to see... Reed explained to them that talking's over. We're out of time. There, there were The current number of universes is less than two dozens. We're out of time. And then the book catches up with Mole coming in. And oh,
1: well, before then, you got to remember, we, we we do have Hank comes back from the multiverse.
2: Oh, and no, he's us- not
0: back yet. I got it in front of me. Okay, cool. He's not back yet. He comes back soon. But he's not back yet. They explain to him that things are happening. Their odds are better. And they, they explain kind of like what the plans are and what they've done and how they've... Try to do this, and you see Franklin try to create a world. You try to play God. Mm-hmm. There were other attempts. You get to see the fall of the Captain Britain Corps.
1: Yeah, because because again, Captain Britain has joined the Illuminati. You can't figure out why, and you're never you never explain explain how. You remember this is a that's a multiverse.
0: He's a multiversal entity. Multiversal
1: yeah, multiverse. He's a multi- multiverse cop. So they tried as well and they
0: failed. And yeah, we, at this point, we're just giving one panel. We'll see more later. But at the end of that book, the auger opens up. Tony and I sent someone in the multiverse to find answers almost eight months ago. He was only support, supposed to be gone a short while, weeks. So I assumed he was lost forever. But now he's returned to us. Read Home, Am I Really Home, and it's Hank Pym in the Yellow Jacket suit. Mm-hmm. Read, I found. I found Rabu Malal, you succeeded, you found him, the great destroyer, not the destroyer, the ivory kings, the white lords of wild space, the out there, from beyond. I found the beyonders. And for everyone who says that Secret Wars is just a a name from the the 80s, that used to the 2000s, apologize now. Now, because this is a continuation of nineteen eighty four Secret Wars, where a child unit got loose and came to our world.
1: Destroyed a universe to, to create a play thing.
0: And the crazy thing is, with this revelation, does Hickman dive into it? No, the next book is The Ultimate Universe, <laughs> where they're using Reed because they've seen the same problem. They've broken Reed Richards out of prison, they're using him in a limited capacity, and of course, he's restarted the world.
1: Well, uh, he they, they 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 brought him out and they and 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 they thought that he had changed and he was but of course he hadn't changed. Well, they're using him to kill the worlds for the incursions. No, no, they didn't know. Yeah. No, no, no. I read that they didn't know.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. They didn't know. No, they he. D- the d- they don't
1: know because 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 re- basically, um, uh, in the ultimate ultimate uh, Nick Fury is talking to him is basically like. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm restarting Shield. I'm I'm, I'm bringing this back. I'm, I'm restarting the Ultimate Program. We were ahead of our time. we doing and and Reed's like, well, why are you bringing me on this? Like, I did a lot of stuff. He's like, well, you know, we're trying to restart. We're thinking that you know, with all the things you've done, I can't remember what he's done before. Then, um, he, he did something in between when we last saw him in this to kind of kind of almost earn Fury's not trust back, but see it show that he wanted to be better. Um, and so Fury gives him. It's like okay. What you find out is that it's all a charade, that Reed hasn't changed how he, who he is and how he is. He's the same Reed he was before. He's just maintaining it because he's doing what he needs to do on the side, which is he's murdering worlds. He's
0: killed 65. And then, in the world he's watching now, the cabal falls to the ultimate universe. And Reed says, well, this is interesting. <laughs> and we're now refaced faced with the idea that the Beyonders are back, they're real, and they're way scarier than we thought.
1: Yes, they are beyond, they, they, they're, beyonders because they're beyond, they're, they, they live beyond the, the, the multiverse. They, they're in the, the base of the great
0: white nothing. Show them. See, universally adaptive, harmonically transitional. These things cannot fully be comprehended in a human fashion. I can talk about the scale of it, perhaps the size. I can tell you about the child unit from the Secret Wars, visually modified to mimic what it perceived. It crunched a universe to make a toy. But these things crunch universes and most certainly not playing a game which ties back into what Black Swan said, The Great Game.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Reed and Tony sent me to find Rabin Hall. I found something much worse. The White Lords of Wild Space questing for the last light. Do you understand it now? Not one bit started at the beginning. And you get to see Hank Pym traveling through the multiverse. It took me 163 days of traveling from doom to dying worlds. But eventually I found my way to the superstation of the refugee builders from hundreds of dead universes you see that not only our universe is dying, the builders are, are finding refuge in the wild space.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: These different types of next nihilides, these different types of builders, these different types of manifolds. Wait, there's another manifold? What do you mean? The need is there. According to what I could follow from the builders, all manifolds are primal movers. Teleporters with the base ability to move from point A to point B, but their real value is at the higher end of their power set. They can move things almost unconsciously. Variable things to variable places solely by need. They somehow know where their things are supposed to go. I had no idea, but that explains. So from everything else i learned, our power only works in our native universe. The builders built a new kind of manifold, cultivated and genetically engineered from hundreds of science samples. This one could traverse the multiverse. So a science experiment. <laughs> yes, a successful one at that. And then you get to see just how these builders are navigating the multiverses. And it gets scarier because that's crazy. Like, that's insane. You can see how they take down the Captain Britain Corps. You have to see how Brian loses that eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and and then he said he watched. If the Beyonders are powerful, if they're not constrained by space or energy or anything within reason, if they wanted us dead, why did they not simply finish us off a long time ago? What was stopping them? Well, it turns out the answer is worse than the question. They baited trap, wasn't meant for us to find after all. They were after bigger fish. And what was it taking? Why was it taking for as long as it did? Turns out it takes a long good number of time to kill an endless number of gods. There's- the honors are out there are just killing and driving mad celestials of different universes. Sound oh. familiar? Mad celestials. Hmm. And killing the tribunal and having the tribunal die in different facets. Like you watch him kill eternity. Like that's what drove Hank mad. Yeah. Well, and the other thing
1: too, is like at one point when 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 Reed is listening down things to Steve that they tried, at one point, they did go to the Celestials and try to talk to them, and they were like, they lost contact. And then you find out why. It's like because they were dead. They were murdered across the multiverse
0: and after after Hank goes and says, i was I went mad, lost in the fireworks of the universal genocide, and only found my way back when the eternity itself was fractured. Space flattened back out, perception became possible. The beyonders turn catching something, catching their attention, and then I saw what they saw, and it's the Living Tribunal, which is the embodiment of the multiverse, all of reality, the multiverse taken form. They battled, they raged, the same fight taking place across all reality at the same time. And the Living Tribunal lived no more; it fell from the heavens and landed on a rock, one each, one sliver for each, for each reality. That's when the Watcher shows Tony this, the, the Living Tribunal, the dead one. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then also simultaneously, alien races who all helped during Infinity have realized that uh, the end game happens on Earth, and they decided to destroy the planet.
1: Right, they're going to, and they feel bad about it because you know the Avengers have helped them save their worlds, and they're like, now we have to go and basically kill our friends and the heroes that helped us, but we have to do it because we have to save, to save the world, we have to save the universe. The universe. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is where you start getting the answers, and the answers are scary. And you're again, you're like, I don't know how you fix this.
0: <laughs> and the and it becomes very quick because the, the countdown is still on these top of these cup issues. Two months left, one month left. The end is now. Like this is truly the end of things, and it's one of those things you're like, wait, they're really going to do it. You almost don't believe it. Like he's really like, wait, you're really going to do it because now we've heard of the black priests. We know what the the Space Beyonders are the the ivory uh, the ivory kings. Ivory kings. Who is this? This god? This 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 the Great Destroyer Abu Malal And Doctor Strange is brought before him. And who else could it be? Who would it be? Hello, Stephen. It's been far too long. Fucking Doom. Doom. How is this? You're Malal? I am. I built a religion, and it has soaked a grand fire within me. One hot enough and well-suited for the task at hand. We're ready for war, Stephen. I have disciples, but I always have room for more. You remember Owen Reese, the Molecule Man? He's an oracle for all the times. And you get the explanation of what the fuck just happened. Eventually. Because before you do, you get the last of the multiversal Avengers. Uh, The issue with them on the rock, facing Beyonders? You
1: know, Thor... Like, I love it because... Thor again at this point is unworthy, but he has that unworthy. He has the unworthy hammer from the the again from the Avengers. that got pulled in from the other, the other, the other universe, and he's using that. And he's facing down. He gets his he gets his his metal arm ripped off. Um uh, it's uh, you know Hyperion gets his fucking his his eyes blind. He's blinded, and they're standing there facing. They're just like, hey, you know, listen, just the two of us. We're gonna, we're gonna, God's gonna be going against these other gods. We're gonna do it. He goes to lift, lift up, lift up the hammer, and he can't do it anymore because he's now worthy. And all he can do is laugh.
0: Well, they killed two Beyonders. Yeah, they did. And the, the Beyonders reaction was like, do you know what you just did? The cost of our life compared to your own? Starbrand dies. Nightshade dies. The ex I die. Hyperion burns himself out. Mm hmm. I create stars and I destroy them. What are you to me? <laughs> and they basically kill the second one because Starbrand explodes. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to live a normal life. I never wanted any of this. I wanted to live a normal life, powerless and small. And you've killed me. Universes away from my home. I never learned to live with what I became. In the end, I don't. Even, I can't even contain it. What a crock of shit! And It explodes. And then Hyperion, without his eyes, and Thor, without his arm, are both very much like, "Hey, we did it." And then they come back through again. The Beyonders do. So let's We drank it all, brother. And he tried to pick up that hammer, but he's finally worthy again.
1: Like the the, it's the beautiful. huh? You said what? Kind of beautiful. Oh, it is. It is. Well, the the Hyperion Thor relationship throughout this the entire Avengers run is just is it's it's great. The the two of them. I mean, because Hyperion ends up uh, the zebra kids. He ends up raising them as his own kids. It's like. Thor, everything, you know, everything Thor's been, been through from, from, you know, being this God to then becoming unworthy and still fighting this cause. It's like, it's all there, you know, like, what
0: it comes down to is that the entire run from Stim to Stern has been Doom versus the Beyonders, Mm -hmm. which is just, which is just, which is just a rematch, (laughs) which is a rematch from Secret Wars. (laughs) it's just a rematch we got this this entire 70 issues it's just a a rematch religion right i'm back the story of how they did it of how he and owen reese did it
1: or or why or or, 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 and and what and what the whole cause not just how they did it but what the whole cause was is basically the first
0: part to die
1: yes the 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 fact that the what's really going on here is the ivory king the beyonders are again treating the multiverse as an experiment, and they decided, "Hey, wouldn't it be cool if we killed the entire multiverse at the same time? What would happen?" If we just killed? like they're they're like they're like kids with a little uh, with a magnifying glass uh, and on a sunny day with an anthill.
0: And it's so wild to have it explained by, by Malkman what he is. Do you know what I am? I'm their bomb. All beings exist in various states across the multiverse. In one reality, perhaps you are a poet. Another, a beggar. Another, a good man. You are somewhat unique in that there are less of you in doom than there should be. This is a result of the great culling of dooms. Still, what few of you there are remain in some degree different. I am not. I am constructed as a singular being across all space and time, an old experiment of shared mind, a single consciousness shared throughout my infinite selves. The moment you saw earlier, my origin, was a bit of celestial magic, the charging of the bomb, and it happened simultaneously across every reality. Owen Reese is a universal constant. And he tells Doom at the beginning, you need to start a religion. Become a serial murderer who only kills one person. Kill Owen Reese on the planet, kill their trigger so they can't destroy it. And you get to see him build his religion. In year eight, I found my disciple. I found a swan. And you watch how his religion of this the, of the <clears throat> excuse me of denying the beyonders happened. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's high art and it's insane. And it's like the use of like conspiracy. It's the high weirdness of like the biggest, weirdest conspiracy theory. hmm
1: it, It's, it's fantastic. And so the answer is doom at the end. <laughs> you, what you, what, you what, what, what the story you've been thinking you've been following, which is the story of the Avengers is really just a story of the beyonders and the, in doom.
0: All hope lies in doom. <laughs> so say in Belaria, and Fantastic Four.
1: As if we thought that right. It, we thought that it, it was just it just ended there. No.
0: Nope. Nope. Because all- without the coloring, there's no shortage of dooms
3: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: all and it's 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 wild, man. It's one of those things that's it's a real big thick read because this leads into obviously time running out and the universe being ended with secret wars. Mm-hmm. But before that, we get that last fight. We get Tony. We get Steve.
1: Almost was life, almost was death.
0: They meet at a diner where Tony reveals he's cured Captain Universe. And this is after, by the way, this is after they repealed the collected, this is by the way, this is how, um, how big this, how fast and how intense the series is. They take two issues and repeal the combined forces of the universe using a Dyson Sphere and that captured planet. Because Tony builds weapons. Because
1: that's what Tony fucking Stark is. It's a builder.
0: <laughs> and then they go to have a bite to eat. And it's crazy. Because the world's ending. But of course it ends with their hands around each other's throats. It has to. The fight had to happen.
1: Mm-hmm. It's building up the entire time.
0: The entire, there's a whole story. It's a, it's, you say it's about Doom. I say it is about Doom. But it's also about this fight. hmm Admit it. Admit you knew. Of course I knew.
2: Yeah.
1: Tony knew the entire time that everything they were doing didn't matter. And Steve is mad because Tony didn't say anything.
0: What could he have said to make it better, Steve? Nobody would have listened to him.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, so one of the other things that happened before we get into the Secret War stuff is, and we're gonna breathe through Secret War, so we've done that enough times. We talked about that enough times. But um, what what they've gone from instead of trying to save the world, uh, they've gone to now it's trying to create a life raft to save as many people as they can.
0: Which, of course, the other read from the Ultimate Universe has already thought of, too.
1: Yeah. Because at this point, it's like, there is no... The, the, it, the answer is always that you, you can do to stop this.
0: If that was right, there's no winning. Trying to figure out how not to lose. Exactly.
1: And uh, time runs out.
0: TikTok. And for the first time in a long time and i know people say oh it really felt like a comic book comedy put their chips in the middle of the fucking table they put in the first issue of secret war has a a a death card for the marvel universe
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and it's true because in you know getting to the high weirdness of some of like the are you up on jessica jones
1: no but i am i I know i I need I i know I know I need to get there, uh, but I've been going th- also through uh, Silver Surfer, which we'll talk about this Wednesday when we do our there's mailbag. A,
0: there's but. an issue of Astro City, where this guy's t- depressed, and he talks to a hero, and he says, I remember my wife and my kid, and, and I had this life, and I don't have it. And they're like, well, so one of the times reality got rewritten, like certain things get shuffled.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And you remembering that is our bad. You are nothing to do with it, but your life isn't the way it should be because of us. And that happens in Jessica Jones after the reshuffle. And it's a big part of Ultimates after the reshuffle because there are new elements out there, ISO-8s. The very underpinnings of the universe are different because of Secret Wars, because like you said, everything comes to an end, these two life rats are sent, and Doom, at the end, seizes the power of the Beyond and says, I alone have the power to decide what's next and Secret Wars happens. And we get the referendum from Jonathan Hickman about fans and about comic books and about fandom, which is really his entire run. It says, you cannot be scared that the thing you love is going to end because you held it too tight.
1: Which is what Doom does. Like, that's that's the... Doom does... He's a fan th- Yeah. Doom Doom saved everything and could have done the right thing, but when Reed finally confronts him in that final issue, he basically tells him, it's like, you put a protective shield around it and held it so tightly because you were afraid to lose it, and you didn't, like, you were almost to the right thing. You almost did the right
0: thing, but you didn't. And Jimmy even says, says, to you, the, the perfect is the enemy of the good. Like, take what you got and put your hands around. And reads like, everything lives. It expands. It grows. Ideas don't die. Ideas don't need to have walls put around them. Which, by the way, if you like this series and you say no more diversity in comics, you didn't get the series.
1: Here's the thing. I, I, I got, I got, the, I got the panel. It's like, uh, you're wrong. They chose me. If you wish to believe that they only did it because they absolutely you very well, but they chose. She chose. She believes. This is Doom talking about because uh, in that in Secret Wars he he's married to, to his wife is super. the
0: first thing that you did, Doom. You got to be God. The first thing you did was steal my family.
1: Right. All that I've done, all that all this is, and you still give me no credit. Can't you accept that I have done good things here? I'm not blind, Victor. I do accept it but you could have done more. You closed your hands around everything that was left and you called it yours. You're so afraid of losing the things that you've saved that you hold them too tight. Don't you see Victor? A tree is just a seed in its realized state.
0: And this all happens and it comes down because it always is going to into a non-powered fight between Reed and Doom, a fist fight. And as the universe is being remade, as Doom admits, that we both know I could have done better if I had the power. Doom says yes. Malkymon says, if you both agree. (laughs) And as the world's being destroyed, T'Challa picks up the time stone. When he gets back, it's important to note that it's not in his hand anymore, because the stones are recreated for the new event they're doing, which actually turned out pretty cool. But he goes back to the scene where he comes across the Wakandan youth finding what was an incursion site. But now, because things don't die, because everything lives, it's the first steps of Wakanda to space. And you get the closing monologue, the closing voiceover from Reed Richards. I'm not going to read all of it. I'm going to read the very end. I had some help. And that help bought me just enough time to fix so many things I've been wrong about. I'm the, the difference between living and dying is managing fear. Not being so afraid of losing the things you love that you hold them too tight. But I used to believe in universal contraction, entropy, and the end of all things. Why change my mind? I'm letting go. Because now I believe in expansion. I believe we endure. But you see, everything lives. And with those words, Jonathan Hickman walked away from the Marvel Universe. As he should have. If he never comes back, more power to him. God bless him. I want him to come back. But if you're going to end it like that, you're good. You're good in my book.
1: And, and 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 the thing about it is that story just gets continued because it gets continued on. And, and like you said, you're talking about Jessica Jones. We got Ultimus where you have the whole everything lives with with, uh, with um Alexis. Galactus becoming the life bringer. Doom like series. Huh? Trying to be a hero? Doom trying to be a hero? Yeah, Doom trying to be a hero.
0: And um, they're bringing back the Fantastic Goddamn four.
1: I just read the issue before this when you bring back the Fantastic Four and Doom becoming, you know, Doom again. Like it's, Everything continues on, guys. It's it, this is just again, this is just the beginning. This is just the begin, just not the beginning. This is just maybe like again because the story is not told linearly. You don't know like there's still so many factors out there that weren't answered, and I feel like they will be. They're, they're seated for somebody else to pick up, or Hickman will come back and blow our minds again, and we won't be ready for it. It's just it is. This 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 is something like get we'll put I'll put down the full reading list here. Read it all, read it all. Go back and listen it's, to all the shows.
0: It's all one story. Someone's like, oh, "What's your favorite Hitman part?" Yeah,
1: yes. Answer. <laughs> the answer is all of it. All of it is important. It's just it's it's an incredible story. Like I to put all this stuff together where everything matters. It's just and we here's the thing. We only we only touched the surface part, guys. There's so yeah. many other things here, and it's so
0: wild happen. because when you reread, you pick up on things like Reed's dad being in that city before.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like every time you every time you look, there's something there's something new. Something else is there that connects to everything else we've seen before. It's just like I said, it it, it is an incredible thing. I also picked up. I even picked up this that um. I'm talking about the builders. They, I, I can't remember how they broke it down. It's like builders, because you have the builders, you have the engineers, you have something else, right? But there, there, there's seven was, of them. Huh? Yeah. The yeah, but there's like seven of them. I was like, yo, <clears throat> how many people were in the human machine? Seven. Yeah. How many people were on the Illuminati? Seven. Yeah. Like, there's a recurring theme here. Also, the thing about who's a builder? We have a You have a builder, you have a maker. Like, I have a feeling all this stuff's is going to come together because the maker was Reed, the builder was tony but these are also the same things you've seen there was the great who was a great builder it was da vinci you
0: know you have uh, it, it, again you have and Da Vinci t- just popped up and all the other books
1: exactly we we had the whole thing with tamara and captain universe was very important but they also i'm like okay but that also looks she looks a lot like with the universe and with the manifestation of the universe looks like also what was going on with leonid like all of this stuff is connected and all of this stuff is still seated there. And none of it's really been fully, fully explained. So, yeah.
0: I'm just. I'm here for whatever's next. John Hickman is some sort of writing god or, or monster. And uh, if we sound like very confused, very excited people, also very tired, it's because it's a lot.
1: I just reread all of this stuff in the last week.
0: It's been, two. we just recorded for two and a half hours.
1: I know. I know. And we and again when I tell you we 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 do barely scratched the
0: surface. I gave you the most thirty thousand foot view of time runs out. I can talk about each issue for days. I can talk about the issue of Hank Pym like explaining perspective and like how he viewed all this shit. Oh, <laughs>
2: let's get
0: out. Of, let's get let's get out of here before we do another shit. Right.
1: Um. All right. So uh, some keep stuff, guys. If you listen to this. uh, Our mailbag episode for Super Tuesday is going to be on recorded on Thursday. So try to get your emails in mailbag at mtarnetwork uh, by then. Um, we've been talking about what we're going to do for our next character corner. We've been doing a lot of Marvel and not, not DC stuff. So we're going to do some DC stuff. And, um, it's that time. Dick Grayson, guys. We're gonna I'm about do... to get
0: real opinionated and real annoying for these issues. Please. Yeah, we're
1: we're we're gonna we're gonna we're getting back to uh, landing into some, some actual characters. So we're gonna we're actually gonna do all the Robins. So our our, our first our first it's gonna be at least a two parter. It's gonna be a two parter. We're gonna do uh, Dick Grayson and Jason Todd first, and then we'll come back in and we'll revisit uh, 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 Tim Drake because there's a lot of stuff that's been going on with Tim. We revisit Tim Drake, and we'll also be uh, doing some Damien. So, um, yeah, Brown. Oh, and Stephanie Brown, sorry. I always I'm sorry, I should not have forgotten that about, about Stephanie Brown. Although technically we already covered her, but we'll cover uh, her again.
2: She's a robin. She she, she, still,
1: she still counts. She's still a Robin. So we'll be doing that. So again, folks, guys, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, thank you guys for sticking with us for this long ass show. Uh, thank you for just doing being with us for our whole Hickman run because it's been three incredible episodes of us talking about Hickman. So uh all of the stuff is on Marvel Unlimited, it'll help you out to to follow that. And listen and, and read that stuff. Read it, check it out, and um, yeah, folks, make sure you subscribe. Character Corner. Uh, we'll also have some news on our merchandise because we're we're switching over to the T Public. So uh, keep an eye on the show notes and and uh, of shows going forward, and listen out to us. We'll be telling you where to get our merchandise. So um, thank you guys very much for listening. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace.